Today's episode of the Black Flag Podcast is brought to you, as always, by Solero Commerce. You know the name, you know the drill. They've been with us since the very beginning, and they got some great new technology coming through. So if you want a small business that accepts debit or credit cards, you got to check them out. Contact Evan Orvath or get in touch with one of us, and we'll get you a free second opinion on your current merchant service provider. Brad Keselowski is going to be showing the Black Flag. It's the Black Flag Podcast. Every fucking week. Fuck, I hate my fucking job. Race analysis. Yeah, we're only girls pull hair, so. Maggie forgets that if they changed the rules and took the champion's provisional away, he wouldn't have been able to race the last two years, so. Uh... Occasional alcohol consumption. Uh, Jimmy Johnson is on pit road because I think he's the leader. And calling people on their shit. It refrains me from not beating the shit out of you right now because you ask me stupid questions. This week's Black Flag Podcast is now in session. Hey, we had some out we beat him so it's all good all right boys and girls uh episode 86 of the black flag podcast coming at you as always i am charlie sanborn at c sanborn iii across the table from me as always also is brad saucer at bsauce 96 uh today we have a special guest friend of the program uh i believe one of our first if not the first black flag uh premium pal of ours uh, must have been the first one of the if not the uh germany corsi uh right out of claremont motorsports park earlier today uh, again we're going to record first half of the show here saturday night uh recap a little bit of nascar stuff and jeremy brought us home a trophy so how was that how'd you get how'd you suck your way into this how'd you wheeze your way into another mini cup car well i mean it's about the same way as the uh first mini cup race went uh skeeter gave me a message uh probably the day after Lee and said, Hey, we got another ride open for you. If you want to come race Claremont. So I shot on over to Claremont today and, uh, mostly I would say about did the same thing. We were really wicked quick in really both practices. Really wicked quick. He says, yep, that one <laughs> for sure. Uh, we were good and we were good in practice. We hopped in the heat race and started eighth and made a couple three wide moves at the beginning of the race and got up the, got up to the lead, um, continued on there and, uh, ended up starting second in the feature. Did the same thing. Me and Skeeter Beers had a heck of a battle for the lead for most of the race. He was behind. He was following me, and uh, it was a little bit better than I was for a little bit part of the race. But uh, I was able to hold him off. We had a couple of cautions here and there, but we were able to hold him off and bring home the trophy and bring it home to the Solero Commerce Studios for you guys. Solero Commerce Compound. Have that some one. respect. Sorry, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> no, it is a it is a weird little trophy. Uh, it, it's it's a two post deal. Uh, we got some plastic on the bottom, silver. It's like three different colors. Uh, big fan big fan so uh we're gonna add that in front of the, the tv here uh this afternoon tonight whatever you want to call it and as i was telling you guys it goes with the racetrack too because i was screwed up that racetrack is <laughs> you know what i mean because turn one and two it's you forget turn one is mostly just one turn that's turn two and then you got three and four which is kind of you know the way it should be i guess you know trophy very reminiscent of the racetrack like you said that they forgot like the top part of it it's, oh, just, it's sure. like a like the the bottom part's like a two foot silver double post nice looking rig then you get to the top, it's like an inch blue chode on the top with like a like the Claremont logo. Like, close enough. Yeah, you nailed it. True to size uh, for me. Yeah. <laughs> I don't Wait, know about you. Two inches? Yeah. Oh my god, you're a champion. Uh what did you say? Uh-huh. So <laughs> before we get too far into this, right. last week. Oof. So I We we've been known we like to, to get drink. each other in trouble for what the other one said. Well, well, well. Yeah. Um, I like to drink, right? So, again, I, if you listen to last week's show, I showed up to Thompson, and I was not sober to begin with. Correct. And then I was I received a, a message on the on – the, no, not the Instagram – on Twitter saying I would like a sweatshirt. All right? And then I received a 
get you know we would like two sweatshirts whatever all right sounds good this is mike and this is where i draw a a, a blankish um because i've always heard and from you and bobby and friends of the pro i've always heard vanassi oh, and i've yeah. heard the announcers say vanassi vanassi and when i saw reagan that day he said it's vaness or vaness or something yep yeah. so that was i was already drunk I, I delivered two two sweatshirts and then i wandered away and reagan gave me this information and i'm like that's confusing all right i'm gonna try to figure that out later and then ryan vanassi vaness 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 goes out and wins the race and then I'm sitting there like, oh, I'm going to write it down in my notes, but I didn't want to write down Ryan and then spell it like the way it usually is because when I look at it, I'm like, that's definitely Vanassi. Oh, yeah. But like, then not be any from what Vanassi. I have heard, I've apparently, according to the sources that live closer to them and maybe partake in racing activities with them more often than we do, it's Vanessa. Uh, but maybe it's not. But it I'm, also could be. I'm calling bullshit. I... I yeah, listen, it's Vanassi. Don't shoot the messenger. <laughs> I'm just trying to congratulate Ryan on. Yeah, I don't winning. know how we fucked that up he, last week, but did, well, a, did a nice job in that. Pretty nice, easily nice because we truck. completely forgot about Smithers, who it literally like we have Snapchat groups with him, we have a Facebook group. With, like, <laughs> we, he tagged have, us and all this. We have shit. dinner with him. I have we, a key to his house. We literally like, were at his house like <laughs> Monday, and we literally forgot to mention him on the first part of the show. So we we were a little boozed up. Yeah, at, not only at Thompson, but when we recorded. So congrats to Ryan Vanassi Vaness Vanace. I like Vainace. Vainace. Yeah. Yeah. Vainace. Yeah. That's what it is. I think that's what we're going to call it. Congrats on Nice little one truck. I'm pretty sure it's a late model with a truck buddy on it. 31 truck. Have some respect. Is it? Could be. Yeah. Yeah. The one truck's Lucas Lane. Oh, yeah. Right. You get it. Fucking loser. 31 truck. Should have known that, pal. Sorry. Come on. But I'm pretty sure it's a late model with a truck buddy on it. The cage is like. And Lucas has a sticker well, on his car, and unfortunately, so. Ryan, what did you just Vainace. Vainace. Ryan Vainace does not have a sticker because I was so boozed up that I gave out the sweatshirts and forgot to give out he the stickers. He also likes the party. He was part of the bachelorette, bachelor party was with he? us. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah. Good to know yeah. because I apparently wasn't there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He mentally. was right boozed up with us. Really? Yep. Yeah, because he, he huh. was chilling out of fire. I was I was hanging out with Carl for a minute, and then I, I walked across to kind of find my my other you and Connecticut friends, and you had all left. And he was like, "I want to I want to see the rest of you guys." So he got up, and there was nobody there. I was like, "Oh, now I look like a jackass." And then I figured out where everybody was, and he followed me right down. Did he? Did I conversate with him that night? Uh, maybe I don't know. It's a strong possibility because, like, when I say that I have zero recollection of dreams and nightmares by Meek Mill, I, yep. Couldn't mm -hmm. have less of an idea. Mm -hmm. I don't think that happened. I still don't believe anyone. Luckily, the video hasn't come out yet. I've I've had my lawyer on speed dial just in yeah. case it does. But uh, yeah, so that was you know that that should be the last of Thompson. I don't think yeah. we forgot anything else. I don't, I don't think. think we, I mean, we probably else, did. But um, have, have, have you have you and Jeremy were... made up yet since he tried to kill you? Well, I mean, I I apologize to Brad. <laughs> he did, as, he like, did. <laughs> as soon as I listened to the podcast, I'm like. Damn, I'm kind of a fucking idiot. Well, no, yeah, no, so no, Jeremy's so... the one that moved his truck like six miles away from where it's needed right. to be and then just like hit his right. keys on bread. Well, so... I mean, that was the one weekend where I was legal to get drunk. So, well, I mean, you... I wasn't, you know, not an experienced drunk yet. You make a <clears throat> yeah. No, I, yeah. I, I, no, no yeah, hard that feelings. Was your, that was your first beer ever, if, right? Yeah, correct. Right. You right. Yeah. <laughs> if, if Saturday wasn't so good of a night, I would have way harder feelings than I do currently. <laughs> well, that's why I wanted to make sure to bring you guys some beers when I came back here. So. Oh, I appreciate it. You did appreciate a good job, it. kid. Yeah. You did a good job. I tried my on, best. 
on and off the racetrack. Friday so. was terrible, and I was pretty certain that Saturday was going to be just as terrible, and Saturday was fucking unbelievable. So <laughs> I, you know, I kind of forgot about my pneumonia and hypothermia and and delusions and whatever, yeah. all from Friday night. So, uh, yeah, that was uh, that should wrap up the rest of Thompson, and then now we're on to this week. At least we should be on to this week. Um, we we and, had an interesting week, I think. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I don't know, Charlie. If you want to take us from here, you you got pee pee slapped a little bit, and and I I, I don't want to be the guy that you know. Uh, what? What I do? I. What did I, I do? I said that it was. I'm intrigued, Charlie. Let's show, hear it. And I just I was you know when I said on the show last week maybe well, it literally maybe says it was in, your it was your TED talk and maybe <laughs> I don't know people aren't going to take it seriously when they're taking well, parental advice well, from someone that well, doesn't have kids. Well, I don't, literally hey, hey, that whoa, I'm aware of. Have no, some you respect. Just, you, no, this is your segment, pal. <laughs> just go. No. So. So I, so at the, we're talking about the go-kart races Dig from last week. In a little deeper. I don't give a flying fuck. <laughs> uh, literally says in the intro to the show, calling people out on their shit. So right. we, we were at the go-kart races last week, or I was solo in the booth. And uh, apparently some of the things I said, uh, not even talking about the kids, but just joking around like the, 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 the parent thing and stuff like that, of like why your kids don't pay attention and shit like that. Well, we had a, a, apparently a former friend of the program put us on blast on Facebook and it was it was pretty good. So uh do you have the screenshots of this or has the post been taken down? Ooh, actually <laughs> if you go back on the BFP Snapchat yeah. from uh so I think they're probably saved up on there. But it, the post was taken down. Ah, weird. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I have not seen the post the, so it, it, someone it did, could show me the it did, great. It did become pretty hostile pretty quick. So I do understand why the post was taken <laughs> down. Um we accidentally sucked the, stuck the uh yeah, we don't have it we don't have it we don't no it's gone forever well uh, iron hands. <laughs> we, we essentially did. the things that i were saying and the things that i said on the show last week i think were taken b- briefly out of context in terms of not they were no direct connotations to anyone specifically i was joking around in terms of like you know these are the things that like 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 you have to make your kids pay attention. And then we were put on blast in terms of like, well, why don't you say something to him? Like, that's not my fucking kid that you talk to your own kid. And that was the point I was getting at. No, are you the race director? So right. why would you say anything? Uh, my in the first my place? favorite comment in the post though was, have you ever tried to talk to a nine year old about what their go-karts doing? Ha ha ha. And I'm like, bitch, I was that nine year old. Me too. Like, what are you talking about? Like, yes, it's literally like, it's a one-on-one interaction with you and your child. So like, fucking figure it out that's all i have to say see this was this is neat because i i don't read comments on, on like yeah. all of our shit usually like i do. oh and then we, half the people commenting on it are people that want to blow us in person but then our keyboard warriors when everybody else can see it and se- accept us which shocker. they should know better by now that we're gonna see it shocker we're gonna see it i mean like i'll i'll take a fucking blowy anytime but i don't think they're trying to blow me i think this, so this is this is <laughs> this is the weird situation that i'm stuck in is that like i don't read comments personally because like i i just i don't need to see it and not only that but i don't i have literally nothing to do with go-karts like i, I couldn't have less to do with the go-karts like i haven't been to the go-kart track since like 2015 so yeah. i was literally looking at that post and i read like the first oh, two it, sentences it, and i'm like that it, this doesn't this it, it kept, doesn't it kept going on about like me. how we're we're so disrespectful and this that the other thing it's like you got to prop these kids up i'm like we literally call them the next generation of superstars that come to your local short track like we bump these kids up as much as humanly possible bobby goes out of his way to make a good show on the flag stand rusty and i are there to entertain people i had like there were plenty of people laughing and all this stuff and apparently it only takes one karen in the entire group to, fucking, all it takes. to ruin it 
No, we all and take. this this was proven. All I know is oh, that you guys it, are it a third-rated comedy act. Oh, that's my all, God. That's yeah. all I saw. Yeah, third-rate comedy act from the person that we fucking replaced because uh, they didn't like to show up to their job and sucked at it to begin with. So I don't know anything about anything that's going on right now. But well, I guess all I, I know is that we, we stuck the Black Flag Posse on them pretty quick. And yeah. by stuck, I mean that they just showed up and they just started <laughs> fucking commenting <laughs> paragraphs, and I absolutely love it. Yeah, I guess I, I wish I had seen the, the replies here. They're I on, only saw the initial. They're on the payroll, except yeah. we don't pay any. Anything, yeah, but yeah, we we'd had nothing to do with that. No, so. I, it, apparently we have. Some. I mean, I saw Dan Collins posted a GIF and and Mother Taylor or whatever posted something else. And oh, I don't know. Just, uh, yeah, maybe just maybe that, liked it. Kind of like I Bobby just, has said before. Like, there's nothing that pisses me off about people that say that we're bad for this. We are. That, like, we go out of we're our way to like destroy something. Literally, we go out of our way to go to this place because we want this next generation of potential superstars to race with someday. Correct. There would be nothing cooler for me on the planet than these kids that wrecked every other lap last week because they're still learning to somehow get into a, a late model, super late model, sports series car, super modify and race with one of us. Correct. That's literally why we're there. We want that to grow and breed into something that's going to be huge because we need that. If we don't have that, the, hundred some odd races that we're close to seeing every couple of years aren't going to happen. It just isn't going to happen because if you rely totally on, you know, the, the Charlie Sanborns, the Rusty Polans, the Bobby Timmons, the Jeremy DeCourcy's and the Brad Saucers of the world to carry us through the, to the rest of time, there's no one to follow us. And we need to be there to promote these kids to do what we all love to do. So that what was said and taken out of context really pisses me off, especially when nothing was said to my face. Like, if you're at the same place as me, say something to me. Like, have the balls to say it. That's all. I, that's, that's it. Don't go on Facebook. Don't fucking bash racetracks because of one person that you don't like. That's unnecessary. Uh, again, Because now you're doing what you're talking about us doing, where you're putting the track down, and you don't need to do that. Again, I, I, I couldn't have less to do with the go-karts. And so when I saw that post, I read, like, the first sentence or two, and I'm like, oh, that doesn't apply to me. So I just I kind of brushed it off and just, you know, went about my day. But then I stopped, and I'm like... I feel like for the most part, like, I would say at least 90% of the people at the go-kart track like you and Rusty. Like, like yeah. You know, like, I, I, there's a lot of people from the go-kart track that I know that reach out to you guys or comment on our Every posts week. and, you know, share our stuff and, and interact with us at like, least. Like, what, so, we, what we've tried to do is we've tried to make this go-kart track and racing establishment into, like, if you go to a, like a local Saturday night track and watch Bobby or me or Rusty or Jeremy or something like that, because these kids deserve a shot just as much as we do. And hopefully we put on enough of a show where the kids get hooked and interested, where they want to carry that out through the rest of their life. Right. That's literally the only reason I'm there. Yeah. Oh, and then we're getting accused of getting boozed up and you know getting hammered in the booth, which yeah, we have a, 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 a case of beer in there, but we're, it, do you know how hard it is to talk and drink at the same time? Like we're there to just have it mostly for afterwards, and then we have a few during the show. I, I just don't. that's what it is. It's not like you guys are it's throwing not like fucks and cunts in no. the show. Exactly. Th that's what this is for. I we don't say cunt exactly. and fucking shit. I don't, exactly. I, I don't talk unless I'm drunk. So it's, that's just it's a, wild it's a whole to me. Thing. I, I honestly think that the the person that said culprit of of anger was upset at something that you did, but like a little, you know, just a little irked. <laughs> and then they listen to the show and they're like, oh, now I'm upset. Yeah. Because like it was almost like it was already somewhat of I a fire. my point. And then there was like water thrown on a grease fire and then fucking shit exploded wicked. And I think that's probably just what we ran into. And that's what you we're know, here for. But it, 
it happens. You know, yeah. it happens from time to time. And there are just... thousands and thousands and thousands of other podcasts you can listen to if you don't want to listen to this yeah, one. Yeah, exactly. That's all I have to say. I think that uh, just, you know, some people like to hate listening to podcasts. Yeah. And they you just, know what? They, you know, that you know what? my biggest my upset. biggest thing to say to this person is even with your uh, little hatred speech there, I appreciate you sharing the link with the with the post. That did happen. <laughs> that did happen. <laughs> love it. From me, uh, just a hey. strict business standpoint. Hey, love it. Bad press is good press. Appreciate I guess. Right? Amen. Yeah. <laughs> Every time. Every time. Uh, Hate so, share the fuck out of it. So I mean, as stupid as some parents may be. Kids are supposed to be stupid. That's their job. They're learning. We get that. We understand that. That's why we're there. We want to help teach them and learn them so that they can race with us someday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's all there yeah. is. So, Pretty straightforward. So so today we had an interesting little situation go on. So we, we were supposed to go to Oxford. We were going to go to Oxford. Obviously, for Jeremy, it wasn't an off day. We were going to go to Oxford and then Oxford. Oxford is going to have a doubleheader weekend. We haven't had... I was trying to figure this out. Oof. Since we're so bad for local short track racing, we, oh, haven't, the had worst. A, we haven't had an off weekend day since at least june and this is like the this is like you know going on during the pandemic like you know everything's like locked down you can't really go yeah. anywhere you can't do anything we've been everywhere. everywhere so i sent a snapchat out like i think it was probably yesterday because oxford rained out so i knew that saturday we weren't really gonna have anything going on so i looked at the calendar and i'm like when was the last time we didn't do anything and the last time i didn't have anything penciled into my calendar was july 25th or 26th it was a sunday mind you today is october 17th but but this specific day had yard sale written on the calendar and you know what we did during our yards after our yard sale we packed up the yard sale and went straight to hudson so i know for a fact well we went from yard sale beatridge yard sale hudson that was saturday sunday that yes, was, it saturday, was. Sunday. so yeah. we definitely that weekend we for sure went to two racetracks and looking at the calendar, it, we're back into June at least. So I, I honestly think that COVID happens and we, the, the world is shut down. We can't go anywhere. There, there are plenty of shows where we have where we're like, we got nothing to fucking talk about. And we were still in Westbrook, I think, at, at your old place when we were talking about this. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, Riverside, uh, Speedway. An adventure park. An adventure. Yep. Yeah. Is that what it is? Yep. Riverside Speedway and Adventure Park in Groveton, New Hampshire. They're like, you know what? Fuck them. We're going to put a race on. And I think that ever since that weekend, whenever that was, we have not had a day off on a weekend. No. Ever. No. And I, I was. And so... that was like, I want to say May. I yeah, sat somewhere early June. Yeah. Somewhere in my wallet I have. I, I sat down and I was trying to write out the amount of times, I've, the amount of days I've spent at a racetrack this, this year so far. And I think I was at like 43 or 44. Um, and this goes so far back as to I was at the Snow Enduro at Groveton. I was at the Snow Enduro at Oxford. I was at the Groveton, the the, the race, that first race that you were just talking about. Yeah, May 23rd then, was that date. And then there has to have been, we have to have been to Oxford six days, right? Like, so three days consecutively for the 250. That's three days in a row that we're paying for admission. It was and a $100 pit pass. And then was. there has to be at least three other days we've been to Oxford at some point this year. Uh, Beatridge, I've been to three times this year. Star has to have been like five times five, this yeah. year because I've bet, like, I know you went to the, the Star Classic. I went to the Classic Sunday, but also before that was the race. Days, yeah. But that one time that I, I practiced that slingshot, that was just one day right there. And then if you think about it, at the beginning of the year, we, 
we went like star was like the second track that was open like that was the second track that we could go to week so we i feel like we went there like every other saturday almost so um yeah, well, and we were going Hudson, to Star for a while because we didn't know if we were even going to be racing yeah, or right. going yeah, yeah, else. Yeah. Or like, so, like, and then that, and then Hudson, we went to four times this year. I know that. So, I mean, we've been to like a lot of different racetracks, and it was over forty. The amount of race that I've been to, like the amount of times I've been to a racetrack, it was like forty-five. I know that there's yeah. like a handful of ones that you haven't gone to, but you also go to the. But track, I was uh, either go-karts. probably racing or at the go karts. Yeah, that and, you go to, myself, and you go to so. go karts. So that, I mean, you're probably just as you've probably been to just as many, if it's, not more, than I. I feel have, like so. it's a two to three days every weekend, which, which oh, I know sure. since and, May. And then you have obviously we're going to Oxford tomorrow, and then next weekend Star in Stafford in Waterford for me, which I know you're not going to be at Stafford, but I mean, Jesus Christ, I'm, we might hit the 50 mark, and yeah. that's like almost damn near fucking two months, which is of wild. The year. Which is why in the in the pandemic we I weren't mean, even supposed to be. Out well, of I mean, our we house. just got to keep peer pressure and Rusty to go race Waterford. We're going to be going. Oh, there, Rusty's so. going to race. Oh yeah, Waterford. we're going to be going. He there, just so. doesn't know it. No, Rusty right. ain't racing shit, but I'm going to be at Waterford anyways. <laughs> no, he's definitely going. <laughs> he he doesn't go. know it yet, but he's going. Yeah, we'll just pack his car up and bring it to Oxford to Hudson. Wow, Jesus, Waterford for him. Yep. So Oxford Hudson, you get it. Yeah, star. White Mountain Thunder Road. Taydona. You're going to Taydona? Yeah, that too. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Going everywhere this everywhere. year, Brad. Everywhere. Way different than Oxford. <laughs> I honestly think that, like, I'm starting to think that maybe I'm going to go to the uh, Turkey Derby, too. Jesus Christ. I'd, I'd be in on that. Turkey Derby, and then, like, two weeks later, go to the Snowball Derby? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bear says that? Uh, yeah, so that was, you know... That was fucking last time yeah, we had so, a day off. So it's literally, not, we're not used to you this texted shit. me yesterday. I'm at work still, yeah. and you're like, Oxford's canceled tomorrow. Never been happy. And I was like, Oh my god, thank fuck. Because like, like I, I was gonna go. I was still gonna, I was still gonna be oh, there. Right, right, absolutely. But like, I just wanted a day to do nothing. <laughs> so this is this is funny. So yesterday, obviously, I'm like, oh, Oxford's canceled. Fucking hell yeah! Like, I have a day off to do a whole bunch of shit. And I, I literally like I was up at six thirty today for no reason whatsoever, and I ran like four errands before it was ten o'clock. Like it was unbelievable, yeah. uh, and I had no racetrack to go to. It was crazy. But so like around ten o'clock today, I receive a Snapchat that's saying that's water that Waterford's racing, and I'm so thankful that that Snapchat came at ten o'clock today and not ten o'clock last night because I would have been going to fucking Waterford <laughs> today. And you know what I didn't want to do is anything. Today. <laughs> so like last night we get home and we're fucking watching like college football or watching like fucking. I don't know, fucking D3. We had, had like, fucking USM Huskies versus, like, fucking Southeastern Northern Connecticut fucking Mountaineers or whatever. It was the worst football game to ever football. And Charlie goes, well, Claremont's racing tomorrow. Any any idea what time they start? I'm like, God, no, I'm not going to look that up. He's like, why? And I'm like, because if I look it up and I see what time it's going to start, I'm going to go. And he's like, well, I mean, you could have watched me win today. So Ah, well, well, we saw it on Facebook. So for whatever it's worth, I... Facebook official. I got home last night and I decided that I was going to park my ass in bed and yeah. I slept until damn near 11 today, which is a, a, the first time I've done that since probably like fifth grade. I'm, Wish I could say like, the same. I'm so envious. Like I, I died. Like I, my, I, my body was finally catching up with these zillion races that we've done. And it was like, you know what? We need to chill out for a my day. My body's still not even caught up with these zillion beers that yeah. I finished last <laughs> weekend at fucking Thompson, to be um, honest with you. Like, literally, I had the Thompson, the Thompson hangover that I heard about, like, Monday and Tuesday from certain sources. Oh, that yeah. To that's, Dude, yeah, like, no thing. joke. I, I I haven't gotten more than six hours. Of, like, I just wake up, like, every hour of the night. Like, I think with, like, night terrors from Friday night. Like, I'm not even <laughs> Again, Brad, I apologize. I apologize. I mean, it might be all Jeremy's this fault. This is Jeremy's fault entirely, yeah. Whatever. Um, 
Yeah, All no, right. I I got uh, like I got so much sleep to where I, my body was like, no, 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 we we need more of that. Keep keep doing that. May I have some more? That's weird because like, I I went to bed at like one and I woke up at six thirty. Couldn't be more wide awake. And I'm like, no, I need no, like I need more sleep. I had no alarm on, nothing. And I literally like laid my head back down and I'm like, there's no, I'm just wide awake. There's literally no reason for me to be laying here anymore. No. And I went, I I woke up and I was like one of those fucking over sixty years old people going into fucking Walmart at six thirty in the morning, like I, you know whatever wear a mask and fucking you know special senior citizen hours and fucking you know, get some shit done mm-hmm. before the whole sun sun rises but i literally went to i went to walmart i went to tarjay at eight once they opened i went to hannaford i went to shaw's i went to home depot i went to duncan and then i came back home because i had to go to smiling hill farms before they fuck uh, i had to, I had to I drop shit off that blueberry milk. because Smil- smiling hill farms didn't open until like 11 which is super convenient so i re- literally and then i had to come home and go to the post office and it was just a whole fuck i've had a i've had a day i basically did not leave the house today oh my god it was i literally fantastic. i parked my ass on the couch from like one on like yep. i didn't i literally didn't leave the house i went up an i race for like a cup of coffee but i got pissed nah, weird <laughs> no it doesn't, it doesn't usually happen <laughs> No, so I I talked about this on the Patreon page, but we're gonna start doing a uh, a live stream every once in a while. We're gonna live stream iRacing racing and um, it's Black Flag Premium, and I'm gonna yeah, and Black Flag on Black Flag Premium, and I'm gonna call it High Racing because I've come to the conclusion that I cannot race iRacing racing unless Brad, I am stone. Brad is the most stressed out person in front of a computer that I've ever seen in front of a computer and it it's to the point where like I get stressed out and I need to leave the room because I feel like he's gonna throw shit unnecessarily for no reason no, I don't, so you I don't definitely don't shit. need Adderall no, I, don't, I, don't, I don't throw shit I just, I just get up and leave I, I you know I, I got my stress from playing Frogger back in the day like it was just, it's you know I've just been stressed <laughs> out ever since to be honest with you and, and no like I so that's the thing is so literally today I joined an, I, I well actually yesterday I'm like you know I'm gonna I'm not gonna run an official race I'm gonna run a hosted race right so I, I street stocks at Thompson I'm like all right this is how i run iRacing too is like i i log on i'm like all right what's the next like this the race that's starting next and then there's like all right this race is starting in five minutes i feel like i feel like the conversation you have with yourself is what's the best way i can get pissed off because that's oh that's what you pick that's my whole entire life that is what you pick so it's It's like like, how can i get the most upset i scrolled quickest amount i did like seven scrolls through the hosted things and it's like this is you can race this one thompson street stocks fucking sold all right literally no practice run I joined. It said that the race started like 10 minutes ago. So when I joined, they were already on qualifying. So I joined qualifying first lap, second quickest out of 22. I'm like, let's fucking go. All right. So what happens? I start second. Terrible restart. Bad. Re- like I almost stuffed it in the fence out of four. So I, I draw back to third. Whatever. Next restart. We're going. We're buzzing. So we wrecked lap one. We wrecked lap one again. Then we wrecked lap one again. And then we wrecked lap two. And then, I don't know what the fuck. I was running third the whole entire. I literally never fell back from third. I was just trying to maintain my spot so that we could get single file and I could start making some fucking ground. And then I get wrecked under caution. I get right reared head onto the wall. So you know now I am right cunty, like one of the C's achieved. So I fucking drop it into gear. And I am buzzing up the outside of all these cars because everyone's running like down low for whatever. Like I was just it was like I was a lucky dog, but I wasn't. And I get all the way to P4, and uh, keep in mind, I'm trying to wreck P3, right? So P4 is warming their tires up. They stuff me on into the wall again. So now I'm, like, fucking literally riding the wall like Kozlowski that one time, fucking in the Navy car. 
<laughs> I drop back or, down. Or Anthony Alfredo today. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Xfinity Correct. And, and I drop back down, and I stuff it right into the back of the kid that I was trying to hit. But now everyone's pissed at me because I just sideswiped, like, <laughs> seven different cars. So I got kicked from the server. So I'm like, oh, fuck this game. I get off. And basically the same exact thing happened today, except I was just – I started 11th, and I was just running the outside, and I spun up on myself going for the lead. But you'll have that. You know, whatever. iRacing just stresses me the fuck out because it's like it, people take it so serious. And then uh, it's a simulation. No, it's no. a fucking video game. Stop. It's literally a video game. I don't understand why you're that upset. I, I agree. But, you know, whatever. You fucking, you lose some, you never win any, but whatever. That's what the kids say. I don't I don't know that that is. Well, they improvised. So. <laughs> uh, um, so in addition to today, we also watched some NASCAR racing. We did. Uh, first up was the truck series. And uh, I, who won that? Was it Brett Moffitt? Brett Moffat. Brett Moffat in the 23 uh, put on a bit of a show. Good number. Uh, him and the, the 21 Cuzzy Pal there, they got into it a, a, a bit of a scuffle, if you will. Uh, who was that? I don't know these Zane people. Zane Smith. Could have been. Yep. Uh, him and Zane Smith get a, get into it down the backstretch, and I, I thought it was just a racing deal, but the Zane kid seemed a little little peeved with uh, Brett Moffat there, so uh, he pulls off the win, and then really, was there anything cool that happened? I don't think. Yeah, Raphael Lassard wrecked the whole field. Yeah, well, yeah, that, that'll happen from time to time. Um, anything else? Uh, into the into the Xfinity no. I mean the the, push the, the the truck regional. race was the truck race was neat because Brett Moffat didn't really look like he was ever going to win. Um, and I've I've been I've been a big Brett Moffat fan for a while now, and it looked like for a while Sheldon Creed was going to win. He was the, probably the fastest truck, and then Zane Smith, him and Sheldon Creed and Zane Smith, the GMS trucks were just fast all day, and then Raphael Assard for like I don't know what the fuck he was doing. He just got loose overcorrected stuffed fucking uh tyler ankrum into the fence and then like 74 car lengths back david gravel wrecked fucking tanner gray or something and uh i mean you'll 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 have that but it was it was nice to see brett moffitt finally gets a win you know former champion and and is just he's run like runner up probably six or seven times this year so far and he finally ends up parking in victory lane even though he was not the best truck i mean he he threw a horrendous block block on uh, zane smith and about stuffed him head on into the inside wall but zane uh didn't save it but he didn't also hit the wall he didn't so, wreck no well hmm. yeah wasn't a save he didn't hit anything no it yes. wasn't a save yes. he didn't, he didn't hit, hit anything. anything right so but yeah good for brett and uh, yeah, that's the best thing about having you know a race get postponed is that you can just sit on the couch and watch you know seven hundred thousand miles of of truck racing and then just jump right into the Affinity Series race, which is exactly what we did. Um, so we did some of the drivers, we were, Austin Hill, yeah, uh, and Brett Moffat as well. Brett Moffat, both, yeah, yeah. hopped right in the um, car. Yeah, you know, we we recorded a premium show in between the truck race and the Xfinity race, which is perfect. Uh, and then and then meaning, early meaning on, head on over to Patreon, download the Patreon app, look yep. up Black Flag Podcast, Patreon.com. four dollars and sixty nine cents a month backslash Black Flag Podcast. Um, we yeah we so we started watching the Xfinity race, which is neat. We we tuned in a little late, probably like ten laps ish late, and uh, just in time to see Noah Gregson and Austin Sindrick do do dumb stuff um so just Noah, a little bit so so there's no reason why they should have been four wide but they were and noah was kind of in the middle and 
Austin Cindric was like running on the outside, but was like, you know what? So they're basically three wide almost. And Noah and uh, Austin Cindric's like, you know what? I'm gonna do. I'm gonna make this four wide. Well, I don't know if Noah's spotter was late to tell him that Austin Cindric was coming down the racetrack, but Noah was for sure coming up the racetrack. Like there was not gonna be another car there. And when you look at the the roof camera, so. When you look at the videos from outside of the car, you're like, that's Noah's fault a thousand percent. And I'm a Noah Gregson fan, so I'm looking at that like, God damn it, Noah, what the fuck are you doing? And then you see like the on the roof camera, and this yellow highlighter colored fucking vehicular comes out of nowhere. I mean, this thing comes from the top ropes down friggin' to the speed bumps, and you're like, geez, great, where'd he come from? And, and so then at that point, I'm like, all right, so Austin Cedric turns down for sure. But I think that Noah at that point was like, all right, we're so late into the turn that there's no way that Cindric's going to be, you know, trying to dive, dive bomb, you know, making it four wide. And that's exactly what Austin Cindric did. So I would say that, you know, at least I would say it's at least 70% Noah's fault, 30% Cindric's fault. Kind of a racing deal, but I would understand more why Cindric would be pissed at Gregson. But, you know, you'll have that. From the replays um, that I saw, it looked like. Gregson started to come up the track, and Cindric started to come down the track, so mostly yeah. just a racing deal. Yeah, it was the same the thing. Same I mean, it was the same thing, and like a lot of the camera angles are tough because they're, they're shooting it from outside the wall, like in the middle of the backstretch, and so obviously when you're coming out of the corner and Noah was running more towards the bottom, he's going to wash up the racetrack. Well, you know, Cindric's trying to get a bite off in the middle of the corner. He's trying to come down the racetrack, get a good runoff, and it's just they touched and is it Noah's fault probably but you know you'll fucking have that he has a mullet and so he's he's not at fault for anything ever that, that's not how that works that's no it's ex- i don't no it's exactly I'm how it works i'm pretty sure it's not that's pretty well does that hold up in the court of law i haven't tried yet but i'll let you know how it goes can you imagine the black flag podcast episode of special victims unit um fucking law and order no be neat. seems intimidating no we should do it i'm in well, well, not like we have to com- not like have sex, but like we should do that. Wouldn't we have to commit a crime first? Yeah, but fictionally. Oh, we'll yeah, just I'll like clear. kidnap Jeremy or something, and didn't like, we already do that? Put him in a mini cup car, throw it in a river or something. Oh <laughs> God, that seems tough to get out of. No, the, yeah, that's for the sure. Point, that Especially would, the one that was be, in today. He would be the special victim. You, I'm gonna but, need you to pay attention. But no, then. We don't want him to actually die. No, no, no. God, Wait, no. But would you just said that we were gonna throw him in a river? Yeah, for the show. But it's well, a Keith, I can't swim, so that's not going to work out yeah, well. It's me. You sure? I'm like a cat. I am positive. You don't have like a web toe that I'm we like don't a, know about. Uh, oh, no, see, sir. See, I got a web toe, but I don't like swimming. Yeah, me me yeah. and water. Were you, have a, you have a web toe? Yeah. That I'm, can't I'm straight up like fucking um, like a cat. Are you a mermaid? Do not Are you a merman? Uh, correct. Yes. Mermaid man and the barnacle boy? Both. <laughs> Same guys. <laughs> me too. They both have mullets. It's a party. I don't, th- I don't think they do. Nor is it's a, it a party. We all got jackets. You know, you know what is it? You know what is a cool club? Uh, no, Black Flag Premium. It is. On yeah, Patreon. yeah, yeah. yeah. Four sixty nine. Coolest thing you get uh, nudes and oh fuck, they don't. They, you don't get so nudes. You get special content. You get extra shows. You get <sighs> discounts. Fuck. All sorts of cool stuff. God, I've had like ten white claws today, and I have such a headache. Boof. So, <laughs> so again. Uh, those I wish I drove an 800,000 horsepower vehicular so that I could, you know, have th- those listening at home for what I just or said. in your car or whatever, <laughs> it, wherever it, in your shower uh, or finger blasting yourself or whatever it is that you do while you listen to us. Jesus. I'd escalate it really quickly. Would you say? Charlie always escalates everything so fucking quick. It's unbelievable. That's not true. That's not no, true. It, it literally is always <laughs> true. Like 100% always true. So like when you're fisting your asshole or whatever. <laughs> Yikes. What? Oh, that's what you're talking about. 
Um, yeah, uh, just uh, I don't even know where I was going with this anymore. What did you say? Yeah, what did you say? Right. I'm Wait. just looking for an Advil See, or another mango. So, so we're gonna. This is gonna be a two-part show, correct? So we're gonna. This is gonna be this, and then yeah, we're gonna record it. We're gonna record tomorrow, but it's gonna be like a quick deal. It's gonna be post. I hope it's gonna be post uh, Oxford Extravaganza. Nothing finale, we ever do is Pro quick. Star series. Well, well, except for sex. Yeah, you get it. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> no, so like we we sat down to record the Patreon show, and I'm like, Charlie, this is not gonna be any longer than 30 minutes. We're gonna bang this thing right out. 53 minutes 53 later. 53 minutes later. We were done. Shocker. Yeah. Like, we were, like, we had, I was like, hard out, 30 minutes. Jeremy, do you Dunzo. know, do you know the only way that no. you can listen to that show is, though? By listening on the Patreon app? It, yeah, if you head over to Patreon and download yeah, it. Sounds yeah, sounds good. Yeah. 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 Just, yeah. just saying. Jeremy knows. Cause Jeremy he's, knows. Because he's a pal. Yeah. Yep. Jeremy's a Black Flag pal. He sure he's is. Part of the Black Flag premium for $4.69 a month. Wait, you good? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> terrific. I'm about to take a nice nap. stretch. Yeah, yeah. I was just I was stretching my neck out, yeah. trying to make sure so. I wasn't gonna my head wasn't gonna fall off like Anthony Alfredo. Did yeah. We even discussed that. Oh He's my god, he was upside Not down. Yet. Oh my just, god, Justin Allgaier goes down in the negative 400th groove down through turn one at Kansas Super Motordrome, and this I don't know if he okay. thought he was gonna make the corner or like he. That that part of like any racetrack when it's called the apron could not be more flat. He was quite literally in the middle of the corner on the apron still, and he tried to make the corner. And I like I've never, never even seen, attempted to lift that, I, like knowing full well he was not going to make I've, the corner. I've never seen anything more eye racing in my life. Or well, Ross Chastain did five hundred earlier well, this year. Well, Ross Chastain's a whole different category. But I didn't. I expected better from Justin Allgaier. You know, he's a seasoned veteran of the Xfinity series, if you will. Well, I was gonna say, or, yeah, right. Justin Allgaier, like knows better. knows better for sure. Like, like there was no way, obviously not, even ten seconds leading up to the crime, that he did not know that he was not gonna make the corner. Yeah, like I'm not saying he is the greatest driver ever because there is obviously a reason he got the motive Definitely to not. the Xfinity series, but because he's the greatest driver, he ever. knew damn well that he was not going to turn left when the track went left. No, and he went straight. Anthony Alfredo took it in the left rear part of his ass, and he fucking tries to correct it. And when you're going all of the fast and negative slow like that, and you turn right just a little bit in a left hand corner going uphill, mm-hmm. physics takes. Uh, into into play there, and it goes straight up the hill, slams into the wall, fucking rolls over onto his lid, and slides down the racetrack. Yeah, Tough spectacular day. show. Yeah, have that. Which is which is Kansas is neat because like apparently it's a racy little joint. Uh, I learned that today. I don't know if I've, I think that I've always seen Kansas on the schedule, and I've been like, I'm not. Um, no, I'm not gonna watch that. And today I'm like, you know, Oxford's not happening. Usually you have something going on, obviously. Well, today, no, because, you know, I was aware of Waterford way too late to actually make it. And so I'm like, you know, I'm going to sit down and I'm going to watch Kansas the whole entire day. And apparently it's a race little joint. I, I kind of understand why they fucking wreck so spectacularly. Like Eric Amarola died that one time. William Byron almost ended up on his lid in the Cup Series a couple, two, three yesterday or whatever. And, you know, and then they, they flip over an Xfinity car today, which usually doesn't happen. I mean, is that not the first Xfinity flip of the year and it's at fucking Kansas? Could like, be. What the fuck are it's we doing? the first doing? one I'm aware of. So, you know, it's just... Kansas, I guess. Kansas is neat. I guess keep it on the schedule. They have a casino on the backstretch. NASCAR owns all of it, so that's obviously going to stay. And, you know, at least if, if we flip over an Xfinity car every time we go there, 
you know, it'll keep it's the people worth happy. At least that ten seconds. Yeah, keep the people happy. Keep the people coming. You know, pay the admission. Always Fans keep are, people coming. Well, Roman swipes. And, and then bring them to the racetrack or something like that. <sighs> no, keep them coming to the racetrack and then coming. Coming at the racetrack. <laughs> on the racetrack. Coming on. No, coming in the racetrack. No, that's a has. That's a caution. That's a. Is that like a biohazard? No. Well, is that how you get AIDS? Must be. <laughs> <laughs> what? What'd you say? Uh, <laughs> so, anyways, <laughs> back of <at> the ranch. <laughs> um, hmmm. Yeah. So Justin Allgaier, Weapon of the Week. Uh, oh, Weapon of the Year nominee for that. No. Well, no. Well. I mean, he should be. He knew he wasn't making that He should be, but he's probably not going to be able to accept our trophy. Yeah, that's true. Well, yeah. especially his so wife will not be still able top to do that. So it's far, a two-horse race right yeah. now. We'll that's see what true. happens tomorrow at Oxford International yeah. Supermotor Raceway, yeah. which actually tomorrow should be a hell of a show because they have two street stock races. So, I don't know. They've been pulling in, like, 12 street stocks total. So, I'm pretty excited to watch all 12 of those guys do battle twice. Um, so, there'll be probably six or four left in the, the second one. I have never um, been more disappointed in my entire life than when I realized today that the gates open at 730 tomorrow. How do you think I feel? Like, Same exact Like, way. could not be less um, I've never been more excited to be a pit lizard than I was when you said that the gates opened at 745. Ugh. I love pit lizards. They're my favorite. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> because I'm going to show up at fucking noon for sure. Sick. I envy you, Brad, because I wish I could be you tomorrow, yeah. but I can't. Tomorrow. I listened to that song on the way back up here, and I've never listened See, to it ever again. Uh, so so the same I've had again. a lot of people say that that, was, that song was stuck in their head for like oh, a pretty for long time. Oh, sure, for sure. Um, so you're welcome. Uh, and you know, just I love me a good Chris Brown or Chris Young. <laughs> Chris, Chris Brown, same guy, huh? same guy. <laughs> <laughs> no, oh man, I lo- dude. So nothing gets me right like this more than Wall to Wall by Chris Brown. I was so last night I was in I was in a zone. Uh, I was having a little depression clean. Uh, places was spotless, spotless. spotless. Until, like, like I came down, I was like, oh my god, like are you moving out? I clean, <laughs> I clean up, I clean good, I clean up good, and so I was having myself a good little like therapy, session. you know, th- yeah, therapy. I just literally put on the YouTube Chris Young mix, and then I'm like, all right, this is too sad. What else can we listen to? And I just kept like clicking the backspace, and it went to Chris Brown, and I'm like, oh my god, yeah, Ronnie, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Oh my God, Ronnie! Somebody grab him some clippers. It's fucking beard. Weird. At me next time. Uh and so I uh, search Chris Brown. Obviously, wall to wall. Jesus Christ! Friggin' look at me now. I can transform you. Holy fuck! I was fucking right, Steph. Fucking clean the basement. No so, joke. oh, but no. So actually, I got a Snapchat a, a couple months uh, last Monday. Couple, couple people at least that were um, somewhat upset but maybe not about my alexa play what was it the song that i said play i can't remember not a clue fuck <sighs> was that the meek mill song i th- i mean it, well i, I don't remember i don't remember i said no uh huh it was alexa play <sighs> courtesy of the red white and blue Ooh. Hey, Alexa, play Courtesy of the Red, White, and Blue by Toby Keith. American Girl? 
You're welcome, American guy. You're welcome. I don't remember we'll what the fuck song it was, but we at least we'll just got another one playing. Recognize when we see old glory flying. There's a lot of man dead. So we can sleep in peace at night when we lay down our head. My daddy served in the army where he lost his right eye, but he flew a flag out in our yard. Till the day that he died, he wanted my mother, my brother, my sister, and me to grow up and live happy in the land of the free. Now this nation that I love is falling under attack. He mighty sucker punch came flying in from somewhere in the back so as we can see clearly through our Big black guy, man, we lit up your world like the Fourth of July. And Uncle Sam, <laughs> put your name at the top uh, of his list. And the statue, little bit started shaking her face. Are we gonna be back for part yeah, two? Because <laughs> I'm pretty drunk, and I need to get more drunk. I'm getting a headache. I'm getting, I'm getting friggin' s- sobered out. White claws. We need a uh, refill. All right, we'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> Hepatitis. See, see you later. later. Well, welcome back to part two. <laughs> this episode. Holy <laughs> What in the actual fuck was that? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you were typing on your phone. I had to fucking come in with a slight little intro. Wow, <laughs> that's well, what that was. Is that what we're gonna call that? Holy fuck! <laughs> so, so we welcome back to Purdue. That's enough. Uh, holy fuck! Uh, yeah, so that's we, how I feel right now. We sure. just got back from Oxford. It it was a long day. Uh, we're we're gonna dive into part two here. Part one was uh, Saturday. Uh, we talked about some NASCAR stuff and uh, heading into today. Uh, today was Sunday. I woke up at, oh, God, 30 in the morning uh, wanting to kill Rusty Poland uh, for making me get up at 6 o'clock on a Sunday. Still should. Sunday morning. Uh, made the trek down uh, or up to Oxford Plain Speedway. Helped the worst out. drive of all time. Uh, it's, it's just... I would literally rather drive three hours to Connecticut any time than drive the 40 minutes north to Oxford yeah, I, motor I love I, I love Oxford. I hate Oxford. It's it's a very love-hate relationship. Do you know what I need it, right now? It, a bush light pounder. I don't think that that was an accurate statement I, I, <laughs> by any means. To be honest, I've never smelt my truck make more smells Boof. ever than it did right now. Um, I am, I, I'm, a, I'm conservative, if you will. And my truck got to like 120 down River Road, and I don't know if you've ever been on River Road ever, but you probably shouldn't be going River Road ever. You probably shouldn't be going more than like 69 miles an hour ever one time. Uh, and so I broke the sound barrier, and my truck. I can't truck, tell when if you're I... awake or not because your eyes are so closed. Correct. Yes, <laughs> this will be fun. Uh, what'd you say? Uh huh. Mm-hmm. So, so you're going to uh, when I when I so I I accidentally blew through every stop sign that there was on Maple Ave. That'll happen. Uh, and there. So if you've ever been on Maple Ave in Scarborough, Maine, <laughs> unnecessary stop signs everywhere. Yeah. Like There's even if four. you're sober, like sober as a fucking judge or whatever. The stop signs are aggressive. Like you go like a, a quarter of a half of a eighth of a mile, and you're there's another stop sign. You're like, what are we doing? Come on. <laughs> 
And so I accidentally didn't stop once. And then I blew through the stop sign that's closest to the driveway. And then I went past the driveway on accident because I was going 78 miles an hour. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, that'll happen. And I tried to come to a stop, but I missed the entryway to the driveway. So I had to throw in the yard and now we're here. So yeah, started from the bottom and now we're now we're home now we're <laughs> now we made it to the house which um, is wild i don't know how yeah, I did that. so again long day at oxford playing speedway i got up at uh six o'clock uh jeremy was up before i was he said are, are you awake he had already showered was up ready to go by like six thirty. i am still very much in bed not wanting to even participate in life let alone go do race car things so uh, my plan was to get up, shower, get out of the door by 7 o'clock, which I accomplished close to that. I was out at 7.07. Uh, we we make the trek up uh, Route 26, head to the Oxford Plain Speedway. And I was trying to be proactive here. Now, I am very well known for running out of gas in just general motor vehicles. Not race cars, but, like, just on-the-road vehicles. And the uh, the tr- pickup truck's latest trick uh and mind you that the i I've got to drive the truck around now because i absolutely crushed the volkswagen uh its latest trick is to tell you it has a quarter of a tank of gas and then run out of gas so i was going to be proactive here uh we hit a quarter of a tank we're, we're coming off of route 26 i'm gonna you know what? i'm gonna stop at the gas station fill the truck up get some cash out of the atm uh so i i, I got filled the truck up ready to go uh going atm doesn't exist okay cool Yikes. So then I go to Dunkin' Donuts, and some of the Dunkin' Donuts around here, I guess probably because they're part of a gas station, they have an ATM. So I stop at the Dunkin' Donuts, like three inches from Oxford Plain Speedway. I go in there. I'm like, oh, of course, no ATM, no cash back. Fuck it. I'll get a coffee. I don't even like coffee, but I bought a coffee. So now I'm texting Bobby, who beat me to the racetrack, and Jeremy and I actually, to the racetrack. And I was like, you know, I'm trying to find cash. All the ATMs, like, don't exist. He's like, I got you. I got you. So he gives me 50 bucks. Uh, I cut half the line to get the $50. Go back to the tail end of the line. Cause a scene. Venmo Bobby $50 to get in the gate and realize that they could have just taken my card the whole time. Oh, they take cards yeah. for sure. Yeah. So Why did you do that? It just came to that realization today, mid-flight mid there. So that's how I started the day. Uh, we go in there. We go and help Rusty Poland. Uh, he was driving the 44 Super Late Model for the Pro All-Star Series today. It, the, his crew was literally Bobby Timmons, myself, Jeremy DeCourcy. Tim Tom. Tim Tom and Chum. Chummy. Brown. So if, you, if you've ever seen, uh, I, th- I think the, the term that we came up with was the uh, Bad News Bears crew, but with race cars, that was Rusty today. Uh, he goes out there, and he in the first practice, he had like 150 lap fucking bone tires on there. He goes out there. He's like 31st out of 40-some-odd cars to take time. So he's like, well, well, it's driving good. Like, I don't think we're that far off. Um, he's only like a tenth off of the fastest lap he's ever ripped around Oxford. Um, but he's like, you know, I think if we put some stickers on, we're going to be good. So bold management call uh, from the team, mainly Bobby. He's like, you know, we only have one set of stickers. We have no practice tires. Let's just sit out the second practice, go out in the scuff session, just see what the fuck happens. So we're like, all right. So we, we ended up bullshitting most of the time. We had a good chunk of time there, just kind of shoot the shit with everybody and had a good time. We're all just relaxing. Scuff session comes around. We bolt the stickers onto Rusty's car. He goes out there. He puts his nuts on the dash, fucking lays a lap down. He's P7 out of 45 cars that take time. I was like, holy fuck, like, we got a good piece today. Like, let's go, let's go. Uh, so he goes out in the Conti, or the heat race, excuse me, and 
uh, Tim Tom was elected to draw the pill. Now there are 45 cards at the racetrack, meaning that there's going to be 45 pills in the hat. Tim Tom pulls the number out, lucky number 45. Rusty gets a sign. So that means he's going to start dead last of the last heat. I think he started 11th. Exactly what you're looking for at all times. And they're taking five out of the heats. So they're going to take five out of the heats, five out of both consies. Boom, done. Uh, and going to go from there. So Rusty goes out there and goes out. And it was a total bag of shit. You know, he, he's barely trying to scrape by. Picks up one spot in the heat race. He comes over there. He's like, this thing is a, the biggest fucking toilet I've ever driven. I was like, oh, okay, cool. Uh, so we, we get it back in you know, I'm spotting for rusty. Bobby's doing tires. Jeremy's, uh, Jeremy and Tim Tom are just general grunts and, you know, helping out and doing everything that they can. And, uh, you know, Bobby's like, you lost literally an inch of stagger on both, right. You know, both right side tires lost an inch. I'm like, that's, that's a lot. Right. So rusty's, you know, in his head already. He's like, I'm going to change everything on this car. It's like, no, let's get the tires right because that that just changed literally everything on the race car and then we'll go from there i know you know i know a thing too about inches you need <laughs> as much as you can get inches uh centimeters so bobby's like let's just get the tires right and go from there so he goes out rusty goes out in the conti would you say starts basically last in the conti i think it was 11th or 12th and they're taking five again so rusty's you know trying to chip his way up through he doesn't quite have a ton of speed but he gets up to like seventh or eighth or so and um, yellow comes out and say, like, all right, you know, I, I know it sucks, but like, just keep your head in it. Like we're, you know, you still got a chance. He's like, he's the mic up over there. He's like, it doesn't fucking matter anyway. So now I'm pissed. I was like, well, why the fuck did we all show up then? If you're just going to give up on us, so I was like, just keep your head in it. You never know what's going to happen. You still got a shot at this. You only got to pick up a couple more spots here. So they restart here. Everybody starts fiddle fucking around. I think Corey Bubar and Dan McKay got into it a little bit open up a big hole oh wicked rusty yeah. shoots the gap he's in a transfer spot now yellow comes out i was like oh okay buddy what did i tell you you know this is where we got to be at and uh you know he starts outside or inside of cory bubar or behind him or whatever and him and cory are going at it for the final transfer spot and um you know tough the two laps to go i was like rusty you got to beat cory to the line you got to beat him like that's that's the spot you got to beat him and uh, I'm telling him this while they're taking the white and my radio beeps. So I'm taking, you know, you got to keep, you got to beat Corey to the beep, beep, beep. I'm like, oh, fuck. Like my radio just died. Like Rusty can't hear me now. Right. So like I, I you know, quickly like fucking unplug and plug the cord, turn it off and on back or off and then on back again. And I was like, all right, buddy, you know, coming down the back stretch, he's side by side with Corey. I was like, you got to beat Corey to the line. That's the spot. You got to beat Corey. They come off a three. And they basically just drag raced off a four, and Rusty beat Corey to the line by three one thousandths of a second to make the final transfer spot in the Constellation race. So, did you just tell me that you you didn't have any communication with Rusty during the last lap? For like eight seconds, I did not. In okay. a sixteen, because his lap. entry into three could not have been better to yeah. actually get the final transfer yeah. spot. Because well, I told him as he's taking the white, I was like, "You got to beat Corey when you get to the line." He entered the corner just high enough where there was no way that, he, like, he was going to get a run off the corner that was yeah. going to be as good, if not better, than Corey's. And Corey was trying. Corey had to run like the fifth groove. Yeah. Like, and, and Corey's car was all fucked up anyway from the from the the mess that he got into. Boom! Um, I'm literally telling him, "Like, you just got to beat Corey to the line. You got to beat." Corey the line and they they come across and i look down at my phone and it's not updating it's not updating oh he had him it I mean, finally updates and rusty beat Corey to the line by three one thousandths it, it, of it a passed second. the eye test for sure yeah um one thing that i will say 
a couple friends of the program, Beach Ridge regulars, people that we've grown up racing, or you've maybe raced against, and I've grown up watching. Uh, huh. Dan McKegg and Corey Bubar. So they're both in transfer spots, right? They're taking the top five. They're going for the lead. And Dan McKegg cleared himself low, and he was not clear low. And Corey Bubar went like all up on top of his roof basically and you know you hate to see it wicked because like i like both of them i like both of them a lot but at some point you got to realize that they're taking they're talking they're taking five cars right and and you guys are racing for the lead so obviously you guys and they were they had stretched out this is only like a lap and a half maybe after the, the restart and they're there's still like i mean there's probably a three car breakaway and then like 10 cars car lengths back to p4 so you're gonna make the race either way uh-huh. and dan kind of cleared himself low and you know Corey had the faster car for sure and then they just ended up i don't know yep is what it is yeah, yeah. it is what yeah. it is Cor- Corey got into it bad enough to where it like basically ripped the nose off the fender both front fenders were fucked that's what's tough is we both we the like hood both those guys the nose was fucked up uh dan you know dan's car was kind of messed up too but I'm literally on the radio with Rusty. Like, you got to beat Corey to the line. You got to beat him. You got to beat him. And he, he, he pulls it off. But now, when you make a transfer spot in the consolation race, there is literally going to be one race in between the consolation race and the start of the 150-lap main event. So now Rusty goes down to tech. And then I come over the radio. I was like, all right, guys, we got to get two tires on the car. You know, somebody go get the two tires and go from there. So Bobby's like, I got I'm get, I got the tires. We'll get it all set up. And then by the time Rusty came back out of the tech area, he pulls on the pad, and they're already calling everyone down to line up. So, like, Rusty hasn't even gotten out of tech yet. And he comes down to the pad, and we're scrambling to get tires together. We're scrambling to get the pit box ready so that so that he can have somebody on the infield there because, you know, all these past races, 150 lap events, if the track, you know, uh, uh, facilitates it, there's going to be infield pitting. Um, so we're getting the pit box ready. We're getting all the tires ready, all this stuff. And uh rusty was just very calm cool collected i I handed him a water bottle the second he got out of the car and you know i i feel like he knew that he might have lucked into it a little bit but he he think i think that he knew that he had a decent enough piece that it was going to race well especially in a, a long run like the 150 lap race provides a lot so uh bobby give him credit did a hell of a job with the tires dalton myers did a hell of a job picking him out uh rusty just basically i i tried to do as much as i could to keep everything other than just driving the race car off of rusty's mind so uh rusty hops back in is like you just got to get in take it down the lineup we'll take care of everything else so hand him a water bottle he gets back in we get the tires set bobby gets the pit cart ready and the and the tires and everything tim tom brings all that shit down into the the pit the, the infield there and i was right i'm gonna f- go find a spot knuckled rusty and rusty started 30th of 35 cars that started i think it was um and by the end of it he drove all the way up to seventh place um and he was he was legitimately passing these race cars too like he was picking them off one yeah. by one and i said you know main goal right now especially on a short track with that many cars and you're starting that deep in the field main goal number one stay on the lead lap you know there's going to be a yellow at some point that'll help bunch us back up but just stay on the lead lap if there's a hole take it don't overdrive it let the car do the work 
So uh, Rusty's driving. He's picking them off one by one. I'm like, let's fucking go. Like, you know, he's taking them top side, taking the bottom, taking them three wide middle. I'm like, holy fuck. Like, let's go. We got a good piece. Can't and, attest to this. I was drunk, <laughs> and I saw Rusty making some fucking moves. Yeah, and I'm like, and okay. I, I'm literally just like, you know, you, you, you know what you're doing. Just keep doing that. And as the spotter, you literally got to just kind of like be a cheerleader almost. And it, like Rusty as a driver or any driver, mm. really. You know, you need to have the pom poms ready. But yeah, you know, like the, the basic shit that you need to do. Yeah. You know the the fundamentals behind it. But like, if you know that you have that one person or the, those handful of people, like literally just cheering you on, and like you know what that you're doing in that moment is correct, that gives you that little boost of confidence to kind of just keep doing what you're doing, you know, stay in that rhythm, and, and and continue doing it. And I was like, Rusty, you know, first yellow came. I was like, I was, you've already passed 12 race cars. Like, you you're, you got a good piece here. Like, just keep the fenders on it and just keep doing what you're doing. You know, we, we restart again. Picks off another five, six, seven cars. I'm like, Rusty, you've, you're, you're pa- you've passed, like, another. You're you know, literally 12th, pal. I was like, yeah, you're, like, P12. You've passed literally 18 cars. Like, you, you're fine. Just, just keep doing what you're doing. Right. And, uh. You know, five to go comes around. He he gets around DJ Shaw. I was like, Rusty, you literally just passed DJ Shaw. Like, let's go. This guy's won the championship in this series, you know, fucking five, six times, whatever it is. Like, you just passed DJ Shaw. You were faster than him by, like, two-tenths the last five laps. Get around him. Let's go pick off another couple. He gets up, you know, around Scott Robbins and all these other guys. I'm like, you're all right. You're, you're, you're P9, P8, P7. Let's go. And, uh... He gets up into a little bit of a mess there with uh, Johnny Peters and Joey Duiron. They were fiddle-fucking around with each other, and uh, Joey just clear-load himself to try and wipe Johnny out and went right across Rusty's nose. And um, Yellow comes out because uh, Johnny, you know, did little circles up off of turn number four because of all that. And, uh, you know, pass races back to the line. So I'm, I'm literally yelling at Rusty on the radio. I was like, beat him back to the line, beat him back to the line, beat him back to the line. So he crosses, and uh, he, I think he's eighth, something like that. And uh, – the way that pass does their restarts, they literally filter in all of the lap down cars and all this other bullshit. So you could literally be fourth on the on race monitor, but you're going to start like tenth on the racetrack because they keep all the lap cars in the way. And Tom Bainberry's reasoning behind that is, well, you know, you worked hard enough to get around some of those cars or be in that position to, you know, try and get some of the spots back that on the lap that you're on and stay ahead of some of the guys on a lap ahead of you. So they, they keep them there, so that's a, a quote-unquote fair shot. Well, Rusty restarted eighth, I believe, and the only cars around him that were for position were going to be Ben Ashline, Scott Moore, and I think one other car. So uh, it, it basically all the way comes down to a green-white checkered. Rusty's going to get a, a, a wicked solid top ten, if not a top five, if he just you know literally yards his nuts up again. And uh, they take the green almost immediately down the back stretch. I'm like three wide middle, three wide middle, three wide middle. They take the white. He's three wide middle again. And uh, up ahead of him, like three rows up ahead, Alan Wilson gets a little squirrely. I don't know exactly what happened to him, but I just saw the blue blue basically get squirrely. And I didn't even have a chance to say anything. And Rusty, Rusty did exactly what he was supposed to do in that moment. Because if he checks up, he's going to lose five, six, seven spots. If he hammers through it, he might get someone turned around, but he's going to at least finish where he deserves to finish. Um, so Rusty did absolutely nothing wrong. Uh, just circumstances uh, showed that in that moment that with the decision that he made, he ended up actually ramping up over 
Alan Wilson. They got all fucking squirrelies turned around, and Rusty was going to finish seventh, if not sixth, coming to the line, taking the checkered. But because he got all fucked up, literally did 149 and probably seven eighths laps. And the car came crashing down up off of turn number four. I'm heartbroken for him. I know that Rusty's probably dejected. I just key the mic up. I'm like, are you all right? He's like, and you could tell the second that he he keyed it up. He's like, yeah, I'm, I'm fine. And he, like, my heart broke for him because, like, he he does the majority of this stuff on his own. It's just him and his grandfather. I help out when I can. Bobby helps out when he can. You know, it's it's a very small operation. And uh, it's cool to be a part of it. But Rusty was going to finish literally sixth or seventh coming to the line. And it was going to be a drag race. And he was in the middle. And it, it was going to be a hell of a finish. But it just heartbreaking the way that it ended. Um, so it'll say P16 on the board if you look it up a lap down. But that's not the day that rusty had yeah. uh he deserves way more credit than what that score Absolutely. sheet's gonna show so that's a weird fucking pass race it was a weird race you had alan sure. wilson both the robins josh childs like all up in the top six seven yeah. the whole entire race yeah uh and you all i i respect literally to them because like there was one i don't point, mean to like try, try to bash them right now i'm just saying that like there was one point I came over the radio knowing that like pass leaves the lap cars in there week, you know. and uh, race monitor wasn't updating. So I assumed again, no disrespect, but I assumed cam child or not cam child's uh, Josh, Child. Josh child was a lap down. That makes three of us. Like I thought Josh was a lap down yeah. and no, he, he was fourth. literally running fourth. Yeah. I'm like, Oh fuck. Okay. So this he is- started like 117 yeah. too. So. so Josh obviously had a good run. Rusty was having a good run. Like it was, it was a Guys, day to be had for the underdog. It was a hell of a yeah. day for people that started way in the back because Joey Dwyron made the race through the Concy and yeah. was running like fifth or sixth, like yeah. lap 10. Um, so. Definitely a good race for sure. Up front, though, um, who ended up winning that? Kurt Gary. Uh, Curtis Kurt, Gary. Yeah, Kurt Curtis Gary just dick stomped them all. Dick That's stomped right. them. So I, I made a bet with uh, Jeff Fortier. Jeff Fortier on the, on the way out of after the heats he goes are we doing a race pool today and i'm like you know i i'm just not really really in the mindset to make a race pool i'm like i'll give you why don't i i why don't i take dave farrington next week versus the field and in my mind i'm like what a fucking solid deal i just made right <clears throat> you forgot kurt gary uh i lost <laughs> for, spoiler uh my guys that i picked finished second and third which is, you know, a wicked dick slap. You know, right it doesn't earn you money? That. that. Yeah. So I lost $10 on the race pool. I felt pretty confident because Dave Farrington looked like he was going to mop the field pretty easily, and he didn't, which is, you know, that's fine. We'll we'll take that at least. And Johnny Clark, honestly, like we were sitting with a, a whole, you know, gaggle of people, and everyone thought that Johnny Clark was going to win. Johnny Clark looked fast. Absolutely, and he's uh, he might be a friend of the program at this point. Uh, he, he's supposed to be on the show like three weeks ago. No, um, that's a that's a well, kind of a you thing. Well, but. he does NASCAR things, so we, we're going to try and get him on a week off here after the after the season. Yeah, the off season. So hopefully we'll get Johnny Clark on the show at some point. But he looked like he was going to be he was the car to beat. Him and Dave Farrington looked like they're two fastest by a country mile. And then you know you just you lapping it enough cars, you get enough cars between you and P two, and you're just going to pull away every restart. Right. So. Uh, congrats to Kurt Gary. Yeah. I mean, it was a solid pro all-star series know, race. It, it, really it was. was. It really was. There was yeah. a lot of three wide racing for like 
at least P5. Uh, that is something know, that Oxford, as much weird. as we shit on it for, as much as we all say that we hate it, we also love it. Um, because you can go there and there, that doesn't matter what division it is. They're going to be three wide somewhere on the racetrack and they can hold it three wide for multiple laps at a time. Like rusty was literally in, I was saying three wide middle and bottom for like five laps in a row at one point. Uh, it's just one of those deals where there's so much space. There's so much grip all the way across the racetrack on the way that you have to drive the place. You're going to stay side by side for a minute. And, uh, you know, it's a, it's a racy little joint sometimes, and it, it puts on a hell of a show if, that, if that's what you're looking for. Uh, but in addition to the Pro All-Star Series, uh, they also had the Pro All-Star Series Modifieds. They had the ACT Flying Tigers. They had uh, the American-Canadian Tour Late Models there. Uh, they also had, like, the, what was it, the Honey Badger Street Stocks or whatever. Twice. On, yeah. on fucking uh, old late model tires. So, uh, friend of the show, Benny Belanger. Uh, put on a, a bit of a show there in the ACT Flying Tigers deals there. Uh, basically just drove away with that. Uh, and then from there, going into the uh, – did what happened in the modified race? I didn't get to see any of that. Did, how, how did the friends of the program do? Yes. Yes. Uh, so I missed the entire first street stock race. I don't know what happened. Um, so hopefully – I assume a friend of the program did halfway all right, but then again, I also didn't watch – and I got up just in time to see the Flying Tigers, Ben Ben Belanger, Bellinger, same guy. Benny Belanger. He 75 lap race, which is about 50 too many, at least. Uh-huh. No? He absolutely dicks off the field. I mean, the only car, maybe, probably, that has... Uh, the only Flying Tiger that has a BFP sticker on it, Benny Belanger, Ben, yeah. ben Bellinger, if you will. And, and he, I mean, he led every lap there was to lead basically and, and he just took up the field so congrats to him but i i don't know the past mod race was neat i uh huh i don't remember much of what happened i know that that all of our friends of the program didn't end up actually winning the the kid that spencer tried to murder actually ended up winning the race justin larson the 18 congrats to him i don't know if that's his first pass mod win could be maybe not but also maybe might be so congrats to him and uh tyler king was pretty fast pretty stout probably finished p2 so who won the mod race justin larson oh shit okay. weapon of the year spencer yep. morris tried to kill him yeah a couple two three weeks ago at, at thunder road That'll and happen. uh i think tyler king finished i know tyler king finished second i don't know i don't i honestly could not tell you who <laughs> finished third um mm-hmm. yes mm. It wasn't our friend of the program, Max Cookson. It wasn't Spencer Morris. Uh, maybe it was AJ Cates. Could have been. Could be. He um, led. AJ Cates is qu- quite like you in the past mods, but not. All right. <laughs> no, no, I'm being serious. Ouch. Ouch. He literally led 40 laps and then everyone freight trained him. Yep. Ouch. Did that not happen to you multiple no, it times did. this year? No, it did. doesn't mean we exactly. talk well, about it's it. A, well, I just want to bring it back up. <laughs> Thanks. Appreciate just, that. You're welcome. Yeah. So mm-hmm. um, maybe he finished third. Congrats to AJ. <laughs> maybe he didn't also. Oh, actually, to be honest with you, I think Zach Bowie might have finished third. Got up in a modified? Yeah. I didn't know. That was a double thing. zero. Oh, could have been. Remember when, like, at Thunder Road, he, like, missed turn one? No. Oh, lap yeah. zero and yeah. stuffed johnny kerrigan in in the fucking fence or whatever. yeah could have been and uh that <laughs> johnny spencer kerrigan. spencer morris's second great uncle or whatever mm-hmm. jeremy morris could have been 
Mm. So that was the past yeah. mods. So uh, what happened with them? So I don't know. Couldn't tell you. Well, we had some BFP on BFP violence, and I don't remember exactly what happened. I know. That, I know that Spencer Vaughn was involved. I don't. I, <laughs> yeah. I don't remember. Oh, exactly we had BFP what on BFP violence in the Pro All Star Series race too. Did we really? Rusty Pullman got into Logan Meltzer just no, a little bit. No, he did. No, he you did. can't be doing that. Forty-one and the forty-four got into it. Just a skosh. I don't think it was something mm. Rusty did intentionally. I think it was just kind of one of those deals. Uh, you know, Logan Melcher again, kind of adapting to the super late model game. He, he's fresh, you know, coming off of that, that regular uh, late model deal from Wiscasset. They got the super late model. Uh, still kind of adapting to it. Like I said, Rusty had a big run up off a of two. Uh, got in the back of him a little bit, just turned him around. I, again, I don't think it was intentional. Um, just one of those deals, unfortunately. But we did have BFP on BFP Valance in the Pro All-Star Series race. Uh, sounded like we did in the modifiers. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I don't remember exactly what happened. I, don't, I know that Spencer Vaughn uh, turned someone. Hmm. I don't remember exactly who it was. That's tough. You hate to see it. It was someone that also was a BFP fan, and it wasn't Max Cookson. It wasn't Spencer Morris. It wasn't Tyler King. Could have been Colby Benjamin, but I don't think so because they're friends. Shit. Yeah, there was some sort of BFP on BFP violence, and I don't remember exactly what happened, but you'll have that. Um, so and then, we uh, don't we don't condone that. Then cap it off the night. We don't condone that at all. Uh, the American Canadian Tour Late Model Championship Series Finale Grand Fucking Fireworks, whatever you want to call it at Oxford. Who won the championship? Jimmy Hebert? The Jimmy Hebert. Probably. 58. Yeah, that's why he was doing uh, brake burns and donuts on the back stretch. No brake burns. <laughs> no donuts. Fuck. Fuck he's he's going to wreck it. it. Uh, Trailer Park Boys love it, right, uh, Steph? Yeah, Jimmy um, Herbert wins the championship, and I believe uh, Ben Rowe. Ben Rowe just put on a clinic. Honestly, did he? Uh, the beginning of the race was the other four pal, uh, the black and orange car. Yep. Mm-hmm. I literally we literally did leverage scale was. stands to him. Can't remember that fellow's name. Could not. Tell uh, but he led a good chunk of the beginning portion of that race. Oh, I remember is that Tom um, Carey and then at one and point, DJ Shaw were right up front. At one point, the top three were. Um, four, four, zero, four, 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 and zero, four, <laughs> which was uh, Cuzzy Powell with the stands that we delivered, Ben Rowe and DJ Shaw in the O four. Yes. Uh, and then uh, Ben Rowe eventually just uh, took the lead over and just never looked back. Uh, behind him, though, uh, Tom Carey and the uh, uh, Jimmy Hebert were trying to trying to put on a show behind him there. Uh, they take five to go, and Jimmy Hebert's literally uh, on the back bumper. Carey gets him a little bit around and gets around him, and then. The five car is on the ass end of Ben Rowe, and Ben just never flinched. Um, ben takes home the actor, actor race. Jimmy Hibbert takes the championship home. It was actually one fuck of an actor race, honestly. It really was. Um, it really was. They yeah. were all they were neck and neck right till the end. I, yeah. I, I had to urine from probably about lap 69 on, and nice. uh, they're going 150 laps, so that's pretty aggressive urine. And uh, with two to go, I'm like, all right, I gotta, I just got to send it. And I just got up and left, and it was tough because they were the top three were all underneath the blanket. They were all within striking distance. I was pretty certain that Tom Carey, friggin' Junior, the third or fifth or sixth, he was gonna just he was gonna wreck Ben Rowe. And you know, I I like Ben Rowe as much as the next guy, but you know, I'm I'm all here for close side by side racing, and I thought that he might drive it a little bit too deep into the corner, and he didn't, which good for him. Uh, and then DJ was just kind of sitting there lurking. And uh, was that DJ's the top three? DJ's not stupid. Was, in that, race two, car. was that the top three? Was that, it? Was it yeah. four, five, zero, four? 
you'll have that. And I, I know that our, our cousin pal, friend of the program, uh, Derek Bukaki, finished in the top five. So congrats to him. He had a sticker on the car. Uh, I don't know who finished fourth, but they probably didn't have a sticker, so they don't really matter all that much. And, uh, yeah, I, did uh, Brian Kruzek finish decent? I think Brian got into some sort of scuffle in the beginning of the race, kind of caved the whole nose in, fucked the hood up, fucked the fenders up, and then he did Brian Kruzek things at Oxford and just shipped it, it, it into the twelfth groove and packed past a bunch of cars. Bop, and bop I think he finished outside. like sixth or seventh, something like that. But Sounds about right. Uh, solid run for the Sixth, Bobby Oil Racing Brian Kruzek team. That yeah. would have been my guess, too. We, we, and, you know, we, we tagged a couple. Well, and by we, I mean Reagan Parent tagged a couple cars. Riley Lanfear had a sticker on her car. She almost made the green flag yeah yeah she she had a day she had an eventful day i don't know what the hell happened on the the initial start there uh she ended up hitting i think a sand pile at some point too and then her sister hit a sand pile and then kate ray kate ray hit a sand pile it was a whole big event but uh i think both lanfears finished the race right Pretty sure. I know Riley did. I know Riley did. I don't know, I don't but know. I wasn't really paying attention I don't know to the other one. To be honest with you. Um, she didn't follow yeah. me on Instagram, so I don't really care. What'd you say? Yep. <laughs> yeah. It's a whole thing. Uh, uh, I, yeah. Yep. Did Kate did pretty. She ran all the laps. Look, Kate and. Uh, she she may or may not have got Girl JT got into it a little bit. Door slammed in the friggin' uh, race. Yeah, I think her and the that. nine car JT Thurlow got into it a little bit in the Pro All Star Series race. And JT is one who was known for not putting up with much of anything. And apparently he didn't like whatever Kate did. I honestly just saw the aftermath. I don't even know what anybody was even mad about. Um, and then I just saw literally Kate just go up the sandbank. That's all I saw. I didn't really see anything leading up to it. I don't know why it happened. I don't imagine uh, Papa Bear Rick and uh, Big Girl's dad were too keen on that type of activity on the racetrack with two fairly new, expensive NASCARs, but uh, it is what it is. It's part of the game, and uh, I think Kate still ended up finishing the race, right, or getting in the race because she had a provisional for starting all of the past races so far, so... Yeah, she definitely ran. She like, was definitely in all there. All so. laps. Um, kind of, kind of one of those deals. Where you just kind of, kind of congrats put behind to her. You, and, you know, yeah, yeah. So it was a day at Oxford for it sure. It was an eventful, eventful, eventful day. And, and then we uh, we had ended some, up rendezvousing at the old Pat's Pizza. We didn't forget any friends of the program this time, right? I don't think because so. we accidentally. I'm sure we did. That's just our Ryan Vanessa Vanassi Ryan Vanassi from Vein Vein did he win yesterday at Claremont? I have no idea. I saw a video on a Snapchat story of Lucas Leone, and it looked like he might have been taking the lead after some lady cuzzy pal did a spin out in front of him. That's not what you want. No, that's not what you want. Uh, I don't really pay that much attention. I, and, and to be honest, I'm pretty pumped that I did not know that Claremont. Like I, I, I said, I think maybe even on the beginning of this show, part one, that if I was to know when Claremont was going green, I would have been there. And I'm pretty pumped that I was not there yesterday uh, i would have been to waterford too like waterford. i was pumped to do absolutely nothing yesterday oh absolutely yeah 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 and, so. and if if i don't know if we brought this up on the part one probably did but it's it's been like at least three months since we didn't do anything on a weekend day which is kind of unbelievable so pretty all in on that i don't know how the hudson hugger went today we went to oxford i was planning all intentions were go to go to hudson and uh, yeah, ended up at Oxford. Oxford's a little bit closer, at least yep. like you know half an Not hour. Not that we dislike minutes. Hudson. No, God uh, no. 
We also I'll, we also did the Hudson Hugger last year, so uh, yeah, probably yeah. something we'll have to do again at some point. Yeah, I I guess I was all some pretty I, radical fucking shit that we saw too. I I think Jeremy um, Davis, Davis built like a specially built car for that. I saw a wing billboard car. I saw a super mod. I saw a small block 350 super modifier with big block tires on it. I saw all sorts of interesting stuff. So, um, yeah. I got, do we know who won that? Was it the Cuzzy with uh, the super nope. modified? I think it was. Probably. Um, yeah. So, a day at Oxford. It was a day at Hudson for those that went. Um, anything else from today? Yes. No. No. Okay. Any idea what happened in the NASCAR race? Because probably Couldn't not. tell you. Yeah, I have, honestly have no idea. So one, one thing one. that I went to bring up earlier in, in the part one of, of episode 86. This is episode 86, right? Shout yes. out to Marcel Gravel, pal, with the oh, 86, yeah. the, the ACT the car Waltrip today. Throwback. That thing is right sexy. Yeah. He had a BFP sticker on the last one where Sammy Gooden may or may not have destroyed. Um, and he was supposed to be the weapon of the week last week, but I kind of forgot about that. And Sammy might be a friend of the program, so... <sighs> Huh. Yeah. Uh, you'll have that again. But it is what it you is. You know, the new race car is right. Is Every right time I think of an '86, I think of Rob Herrick. Uh, yep. That's a guy yep. that I race in the sports series with. He has one of the, if not the most gorgeous wildcat slash street stock, whatever you want to call it. Now, at Beechridge, it's always been black and white with a little bit of red. At number '86. He literally shows up by the at the racetrack by himself, no wife at the racetrack no family no friends just him his truck his trailer and his race car and he always has the most gorgeous car in the race uh pit area uh has had a little bit of success doing what he does even in the sports series he had a gorgeous number 86 um that's really the only one that i can think of yeah marcel gravel is the only one I yeah can think of. 86 tough number yeah for sure not many people i'm sure Which someone's gonna yell at us or he's yelling oh, at the absolutely. radio right now that happens every week but um yeah. yeah, so one thing that I had on, uh, it was supposed to be part one of the show. I don't, did we ever touch on, we finally got a show, like a single show above a thousand listens? No. It tastes like milk, or it tastes like, what is this show It tastes called? like milk that's already been someone's yeah, mouth. Yeah, it tastes like milk that's already been someone's mouth. That that show itself is over a thousand listens solo like that's it it's at like a hundred or a thousand and ten listens yep. which is unbelievable so we've talked about this on the show we, we you know we get we get about 1200 to 1400 listens a week if you will and but they're spread around right so you know like last time i checked on last week's show we had about 890 listens okay well we kind of cap that off you off usually usually about where we end we end at 900 maybe a little bit more than 900 well then then people that are just introduced to the show they go back and listen to the old shows right so that's that's where the 1400 number comes in so we have 1400 people that listen to shows each week as of now as of right now and thank you to everyone that subscribed on patreon jesus christ black flag premium black flag premium you can be a black flag pal we, on the Black Flag Patreon. Our goal, Charlie and I have come to the conclusion that our goal is just to get enough to be able to buy a RV and make the Patreon our monthly payment for the <laughs> RV. 
Um, and we are going to, and people have thrown out the idea that maybe we're going to get it wrapped, which I'm all in for, but also I don't like drawing attention to myself, which is a significant issue because I have a mullet and also getting the and thing having a wrapped and, RV and that's yeah. going to be, we're going to, uh, no, that, that, that is actually taken off way, way more than I thought it would. Not a fan Again, of the whole uh, drawing attention. To head over to Patreon, download the Patreon app, look up black flag podcast, black flag premium. You can be a black flag pal. Uh, and then from there, you get exclusive content, you get discounts on merchandise, and you're going to get uh, a couple free shows here and there. You're going to be signed up for a giveaway uh, every month. So, again, that's taken off way bigger than I ever thought it would. Uh, so head on over to the Patreon app, uh, get get the Black Flag Premium there, get some uh, extra content every month, and go from there. So, uh, yeah. Are we done? I mean... Can I go to sleep? Could be. Maybe. Was there anything on that whiteboard over there? No. First weekend off, we did that. Nash truck, so we did that. Xfinity, we did that. Premium, we've done that. Twice. I honestly could not tell you who won the cup rates, which is neat, because I'm going to go watch the highlights, and I'm going to act like I've never seen it before. Go-kart beef, we covered that. Yeah. It is what it is. Ben Bellinger won the whole entire all the laps in the friggin' thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, Adam, oh, we didn't Adam even talk Lovejoy about Adam Lovejoy. Adam Lovejoy in the X. Adam Apparently, he got tossed, Joy. though. No way. Yeah. No. Yeah. Well, then Billy Childs. Uh, yeah. Won. So uh, again, what was that? A Honey Badger race? Is that what yeah. that was? Yeah. So the Honey Badger Street Sox series, for those race. that don't know, is a Street Sox series in which they take Street Sox, but they show up at these races and they take uh, Pro All Star Series Pro Stocks uh, take t- take off tires, which to me seems like the biggest racket ever. So if you are a pro all-star series super late model driver you go and spend say nine hundred dollars for six tires well at the end of the night uh whatever you're done with you you give them back to the racetrack and then they sell them again to the street stock guys for a couple hundred bucks per set so now the street stock guys are pumped because they get a set of tires for two hundred dollars uh but then from there you have street socks on 10 inch late model tires with eight inch wheels and they're bulging out and they just are flat-footed around the racetrack. So uh, it's an interesting concept. They put on a pretty decent show. Uh, again, Adam Lovejoy showed up in his nice little X machine there that he's been down at Star with all year, um, battling for a championship. I don't think he quite pulled it off, unfortunately. Uh, but he was at, at Oxford today, and it looked like he won the race. But apparently, going through tech, um, and from what I've been told, uh, un how do, how's it worded? Uh, you you can't have altered you can't have an altered stock frame. You can't show up to a racetrack where you haven't raced all year and then dick stomp the field. Was Cassett. Um. So no. Yeah. Basically, it was they didn't like the frame of the car, which it, I guess explicitly oh, right. says in the in the yeah, rule book. Which you said. Yeah. You get it. Hmm. Uh. Which it explicitly says in the rule book. Which and Adam yeah, was no. basically like, you know, what? I'm going to sleep fine the night knowing we're, that I didn't know of this infraction. We're, we'll we're go just, back to star for the pre howler. We're glad that Billy Childs finished P2 because yeah. we like inherited the win. We, we like a Billy we, Childs. We, we like an Adam like, Lovejoy. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I still owe him a tire or two yeah. uh, for when he helped me out with the trailer earlier on this Which year, is, so. it's good for Billy Childs because I was I was at Oxford for all of the seven minutes and I was walking past all the ACT cars that were lined up ready to go out to practice and then Billy Childs was coming in on the hook after practice one time. So I don't know what the fuck happened there. Um, I obviously wasn't watching practice. I literally just showed up and I was walking through the pit area and his car was coming in and you know, you're not really looking to be on the hook that early into practice and, or in practice in general. And luckily they got it 
piece back together and i didn't watch any of the first race but apparently he survived it obviously and uh coming out to race number two him and adam lovejoy really just put on a show uh-huh. and bought a couple cars him i think matt dufault finished third if if i'm that sounds right either that or john brill or whatever but i think matt dufault finished third which would be a bfp podium except adam got tossed um which you know sucks but worst case austin terrio at least one of them got the win one of the three so bfp ended up in victory lane then and then with ben bellinger benny bellinger benny bellinger bellinger benji bellinger and justin larson likes us i'm sure um unfortunately (laughs) if he's even weapon of of the year spencer morris killed him two weeks ago Um, and car showed up again at the racetrack looking like it was brand new yes so good on them for uh, getting that back together in one piece and obviously putting something together in the right place and winning the race so right so uh, uh, if if you haven't gone back if you're a new listener go back listen to a couple shows um just a couple that i'll throw out start from one it it tastes like it tastes like milk that's been in someone else's mouth that is the (laughs) most popular show that we've had so far and then quite quite simply it goes the steve perry show the one with steve i don't know what it's called but the one with steve perry is probably the second most popular show i, think, then, I thought it was like fourth and it, no i think it's said. i think it's third um but still and then the one with greg emerson andy austin those are probably the top three four four which, shows i don't know how many shows it is which named shows off, a but you should go back and you should listen to those shows which shows a trend and it, it also going into the off season here we're going to try and get more guests on the show again it's it's hard during race season to get people here especially because we usually do this on a sunday guys like johnny your, clark to get your work should be on. going on a monday it's hard to get people here on a sunday especially anybody who would have raced today so uh off season is going to be key for that i think we're going to get a lot of cool special guests on here um so that'll pique a lot of people's interest and again uh, for anyone looking for special content, head over to the Black Flag Patreon to be a Black Flag uh, pal, and uh, you'll get all sorts of stuff on that. Yeah, do it. Yeah. So yeah. this has been episode 86 of the Black Flag Podcast. I'm, I'm so Charlie Marcel Sanborn. Gravel. I am uh, at C Sanborn III on all things social media. Uh, uh, we accept nudes on all of those platforms. Uh, you are Brad, Brad Saucier at like PSAUS96. I like how you plug that all the time. Yep. Never once received a nude. Well, uh, you're Brad Saucier at BSauce96. Probably makes one of us. On all things Also haven't media. received a therapist number, which I'm kind of looking out for. So. Yeah, that is a bummer. Uh, so <laughs> together we are at Black Flag Pod on all things social media, including Patreon. So head on over there, get the download the Patreon app, look us up again. I'd like to apologize um, for how drunk I am right now because <laughs> I am And uh, episode 86, you said Marcel Gravel. I said Rob Herrick. And now you can enjoy this uh, cool car noise. Oh, welcome back to part two. <laughs> this is episode. Holy <laughs> fuck. <laughs> what in the actual fuck was that? <laughs> All right. So you were typing on your phone. I had to fucking come in with a slight little intro. Wow. <laughs> That's well, what that was. <laughs> is that what we're gonna call that? Holy fuck. <laughs> So, so we welcome back to Purdue. That's <laughs> enough. Uh, holy fuck! Uh, yeah, so That's we, how I feel right now. We sure. just got back from Oxford. It it was a long day. Uh, we're we're gonna dive into part two here. Part one was uh, Saturday. Uh, we talked about some NASCAR stuff and uh, heading into today. Uh, today was Sunday. I woke up at oh god thirty in the morning, uh, wanting to kill Rusty Poland. Uh, for making me get up at six o'clock on a Sunday, Still should Sunday morning, 
uh, made the trek down uh, or up to Oxford Plain Speedway. Helped the worst out. drive of all time. Ugh, it's, it's just... I would literally rather drive three hours to Connecticut any time than drive the 40 minutes north to Oxford yeah, I, Motor I love I, I love Oxford. I hate Oxford. It's it's a very love-hate relationship. Do you know what I need it, right now? It, a Bush Light Pounder. I don't think that that was an accurate statement I, <laughs> by any means. To be honest, I've never smelt my truck make more smells Boof. ever than it did right now. Um, I am I, I'm a, I'm conservative, if you will. And my truck got to like 120 down River Road. And I don't know if you've ever been on River Road ever, but you probably shouldn't be going River Road. You probably shouldn't be going more than like 69 miles an hour ever one time. And so I broke the sound barrier. And my truck was awake or not because your eyes are so closed. Correct. Yes. This will be fun. What'd you say? Uh huh. Mm hmm. So, so you're going to uh, when I when I so I I accidentally blew through every stop sign that there was on Maple Ave. That'll happen. Uh, and there, so if you've ever been on Maple Ave in Scarborough, Maine, <laughs> unnecessary stop signs everywhere. Yeah. Like There's even if four. you're sober, like sober as a fucking judge or whatever, the stop signs are aggressive. Like you go like a, a quarter of a half of a eighth of a mile, and you're there's another stop sign. You're like, what are we doing? Come on. <laughs> And so I accidentally didn't stop once, and then I blew through the stop sign that's closest to the driveway, and then I went past the driveway on accident because I was going 78 miles an hour. (laughs) Um, Well, that'll happen. And I tried to come to a stop, but I missed the entryway to the driveway, so I had to throw in the yard, and now we're here. So it started from the bottom, and now we're... Now we're home. Now we're <laughs> now we made it to the house, which um, is wild. I don't know how. Yeah. I did that. So again, long day at Oxford Plain Speedway. I got up at uh, six o'clock. Uh, Jeremy was up before I was. He said, are, "Are you awake?" He had already showered, was up, ready to go by like six thirty. I am still very much in bed, not wanting to even participate in life, let alone go do race car things. So. Uh, my plan was to get up, shower, get out of the door by 7 o'clock, which I accomplished close to that. I was out at 7.07. Uh, we we make the trek up uh, Route 26, head to the Oxford Plain Speedway. And I was trying to be proactive here. Now, I am very well known for running out of gas in just general motor vehicles. Not race cars, but, like, just on-the-road vehicles. And... Um, the uh, the tr- pickup truck's latest trick, uh, and mind you that the, I, I've got to drive the truck around now because I absolutely crushed the Volkswagen. Uh, its latest trick is to tell you it has a quarter of a tank of gas and then run out of gas. So I was going to be proactive here. Uh, we hit a quarter of a tank. We're, we're coming off of Route 26. I'm going to, you know, what? I'm going to stop at the gas station, fill the truck up, get some cash out of the ATM. Uh, so I, I I got filled the truck up, ready to go, uh, going ATM doesn't exist okay cool yikes so then i go to dunkin donuts and some of the dunkin donuts around here i guess probably because they're part of a gas station they have an atm so i stop at the dunkin donuts like three inches from oxford plain speedway i go in there i'm like oh of course no atm no cash back fuck it i'll get a coffee i don't even like coffee but i bought a coffee so now i'm texting bobby who beat me to the racetrack and jeremy and i actually to the racetrack 
And I was like, you know, I'm trying to find cash. All the ATMs like don't exist. He's like, I got you. I got you. So he gives me 50 bucks. Uh, I cut half the line to get the $50, go back to the tail end of the line, cause a scene, Venmo Bobby $50 to get in the gate and realize that they could have just taken my card the whole time. Oh, they take cards yeah. for sure. Yeah. So why'd you do that? It just came to that realization today, mid, mid flight there. So that's how I started the day. Uh, we go in there, we go and help Rusty Poland. Uh, he was driving the 44 Super Late Model for the Pro All-Star Series today. It, the, his crew was literally Bobby Timmons, myself, Jeremy DeCorsi. Tim Tom. Tim Tom and Chum. Chummy. Brown. So if, you, if you've ever seen, uh, I, th- I think the, the term that we came up with was the uh, Bad News Bears crew, but with race cars, that was Rusty today. Uh, he goes out there and... He in the first practice he had like 150 lap fucking bone tires on there. He goes out there. He's like 31st out of 40 some odd cars to take time. So he's like, well, well, it's driving good. Like I don't think we're that far off. Um, he's only like a tenth off of the fastest lap he's ever ripped around Oxford. Um, but he's like, you know, I think if we put some stickers on, we're gonna be good. So bold management call uh, from the team, mainly Bobby. He's like, you know, we only have one set of stickers. We have no practice tires. Let's just sit out the second practice, go out in the scuff session, just see what the fuck happens. So we're like, all right. So we, we ended up bullshitting most of the time. We had a good chunk of time there, just kind of shoot the shit with everybody and had a good time. We're all just relaxing. Scuff session comes around. We bolt the stickers onto Rusty's car. He goes out there. He puts his nuts on the dash, fucking lays a lap down. He's P7 out of 45 cars that take time. I was like, holy fuck. Like, we got a good piece today. Like, let's go. Let's go. Uh, so he goes out in the Conti or the heat race, excuse me. And, uh, Tim Tom was elected to draw the pill. Now there are 45 cars at the racetrack, meaning that there's going to be 45 pills in the hat. Tim Tom pulls the number out. Lucky number 45. Rusty gets a sign. So that means he's going to start dead last of the last heat. I think he started 11th. Exactly what you're looking for at all times. And they're taking five out of the heats. So they're going to take five out of the heats, five out of both Contis. Boom, done. Uh, and going to go from there. So Rusty goes out there and goes out. And it was a total bag of shit. You know, he, he's barely trying to scrape by. Picks up one spot in the heat race. He comes over there. He's like, this thing is a, the biggest fucking toilet I've ever driven. I was like, oh, okay, cool. Uh, so we, we get it back in. You know, I'm spotting for Rusty. Bobby's doing tires. Jeremy's, uh, Jeremy and Tim Tom are just general grunts and you know helping out and doing everything that they can. And uh, you know, Bobby's like, you lost literally an inch of stagger on both right, you know, both right side tires lost an inch. I'm like, that's that's a lot. Right. So Bo- Rusty's you know in his head already. He's like, I'm gonna change everything on this car. It's like, no, let's get the tires right because that that just changed literally everything on the race car, and then we'll go from there. I, I you know I know a thing too about inches. You need <laughs> as much as you can get. Inches. Uh, centimeters. So Bobby's like, let's just get the tires right and go from there. So he goes out. Rusty goes out in the Conti. What'd you say? Starts basically last in the Conti. I think it was 11th or 12th, and they're taking five again. So Rusty's, you know, trying to chip his way up through. He doesn't quite have a ton of speed, but he gets up to like seventh or eighth or so. And um, Yellow comes out and say, like, "All right, you know, I, I know it sucks, but like, just keep your head in it. Like, we're, you know, you still got a chance." He's like, keys the mic up over there. He's like, "It doesn't fucking matter anyway." So now I'm pissed. I was like, well, why the fuck did we all show up then if you're just going to give up on us? I was like, just keep your head in it. You never know what's going to happen. You still got a shot at this. You only got to pick up a couple more spots here. So they restart here. Everybody starts fiddle-fucking around. I think Corey Bubar and Dan McKay got into it a little bit, opened up a big hole. Oh, wicked. Rusty shoots the gap. 
he's in a transfer spot now. Yellow comes out. I was like, oh, okay, buddy. What did I tell you? You know, this is where we got to be at. And, uh, you know, he starts outside or inside of Corey Bubar or behind him or whatever. And him and Corey are going at it for the final transfer spot. And, um, you know, tough. The two laps to go, I was like, Rusty, you got to beat Corey to the line. You got to beat him. Like, that's that's the spot. You got to beat him. And uh, I'm telling him this while they're taking the white and my radio beeps. So I'm taking, you know, you got to keep, you got to beat Corey to the beep, beep, beep. I'm like, oh, fuck. Like, my radio just died. Like, Rusty can't hear me now. Right. So, like, I, I you know, quickly, like, fucking unplug and plug the cord, turn it off and on back, or off and then on back again. And I was like, all right, buddy, you know, coming down the back stretch, he's side by side with Corey. I was like, you got to beat Corey to the line. That's the spot. You got to beat Corey. They come off a three. And they basically just drag raced off a four, and Rusty beat Corey to the line by three one thousandths of a second to make the final transfer spot in the consolation race. So, did you just tell me that you you didn't have any communication with Rusty during the last lap? For like eight seconds, I did not. In okay. a sixteen, because his lap. entry into three could not have been better to yeah. actually get the final transfer yeah. spot. Because well, I told him as he's taking the white, I was like, "You got to beat Corey when you get to the line." He entered the corner just high enough where there was no way that, he, like, he was going to get a run off the corner that was yeah. going to be as good, if not better, than Corey's. And Corey was trying. Corey had to run like the fifth groove. Yeah. Like, and, and Corey's car was all fucked up anyway from the from the the mess that he got into. Boom! I'm literally telling him, "Is like you just got to beat Corey to the line. You got to beat." Corey the line and they they come across and I look down at my phone and it's not updating it's not updating oh he had him it I mean, finally updates and Rusty beat Corey to the line by three one thousandths it, it, of it a second it passed the eye test for sure yeah um one thing that I will say a couple friends of the program Beach Ridge regulars people that we've grown up racing or you've maybe raced against and I've grown up watching uh huh Dan McKegg and Corey Bubar so. They're both in transfer spots, right? They're taking the top five. They're going for the lead. And Dan McKegg cleared himself low, and he was not clear low. And Corey Bubar went, like, all up on top of his roof, basically. And, you know, you hate to see it, Wicked, because, like, I like both of them. I like both of them a lot. But at some point, you got to realize that they're taking t- they're talking they're taking five cars, right? And and you guys are racing for the lead, so obviously you guys and they were they had stretched out. This is only like a lap and a half, maybe after the the restart, and they're there's still like, I mean, there's probably a three car breakaway, and then like ten cars car lengths back to P four. So you're gonna make the race either way, uh-huh. and Dan kind of cleared himself low, and you know Corey had the faster car for sure, and then they just ended up I don't know. Yep, is what it is. Yeah, yeah. it is what yeah. it is. Cor- Corey got into it bad enough to where it like basically ripped the nose off the fender. Both front fenders were fucked. That's what's tough is we both we the like hood both fucked guys. The nose was fucked up. Uh, Dan, you know Dan's car was kind of messed up too, but. I'm literally on the radio with Rusty. Like, you got to beat Corey to the line. You got to beat him. You got to beat him. And he, he, he pulls it off. But now, when you make a transfer spot in the consolation race, there is literally going to be one race in between the consolation race and the start of the 150-lap main event. So now Rusty goes down to tech. And then I come over the radio. I was like, all right, guys, we got to get two tires on the car. You know, somebody go get the two tires and go from there. So Bobby's like, I got I'm get, I got the tires. We'll get it all set up. And then by the time Rusty came back out of the tech area, he pulls on the pad, and they're already calling everyone down to line up. So, like, Rusty hasn't even gotten out of tech yet. 
and he comes down to the pad and we're scrambling to get tires together we're scrambling to get the pit box ready so that so that he can have somebody on the infield there because you know all these past races 150 lap events if the track you know uh, uh, facilitates it there's going to be infield pitting um, so we're getting the pit box ready we're getting all the tires ready all this stuff and uh, Rusty was just very calm cool collected I, you know, I, I handed him a water bottle the second he got out of the car and you know I, I feel like he knew that he might have lucked into it a little bit but he he think I think that he knew that he had a decent enough piece that it was going to race well especially in a, a long run like the 150 lap race provides a lot so uh, Bobby give him credit did a hell of a job with the tires Dalton Myers did a hell of a job picking him out uh, Rusty just Basically, I, I tried to do as much as I could to keep everything other than just driving the race car off of Rusty's mind. So uh, Rusty hops back in. He's like, you just got to get in. Take it down the lineup. We'll take care of everything else. So hand him a water bottle. He gets back in. We get the tires set. Bobby gets the pit cart ready and the, and the tires and everything. Tim Tom brings all that shit down into the the, pit, the, the infield there. And I was right. I'm going to go find a spot. Knuckled Rusty. And Rusty started 30th of... 35 cars that started i think it was um and by the end of it he drove all the way up to seventh place um and he was he was legitimately passing these race cars too like he was picking them off one yeah. by one and i said you know main goal right now especially on a short track with that many cars and you're starting that deep in the field main goal number one stay on the lead lap you know there's going to be a yellow at some point that'll help bunch us back up but just stay on the lead lap if there's a hole take it don't overdrive it let the car do the work so uh rusty's driving he's picking them off one by one i'm like let's fucking go like you know he's taking them top side taking a bottom taking them three wide middle i'm like holy fuck like let's go we got a good piece can't and, attest to this i was drunk <laughs> and i saw rusty making some fucking moves yeah, and i'm like and I, i'm literally just like you know you, you, you know what you're doing just keep doing that and as the spotter, you literally got to just kind of, like, be a cheerleader almost. And, it, like, Rusty as a driver, or any driver, really, you know. You need to have the pom-poms ready. But yeah, you know, like, the, the basic shit that you need to do. Yeah. You know the the fundamentals behind it. But, like, if you know that you have that one person or the, those handful of people, like, literally just cheering you on. And, like, you know what the, you're doing in that moment is correct. That gives you that little boost of confidence to kind of just keep doing what you're doing, you know, stay in that rhythm and, and, and continue doing it. And I was like, Rusty, you know, first yellow came. I was like, I was, you've already passed 12 race cars. Like you, you're, you got a good piece here. Like just keep the fenders on it and just keep doing what you're doing. You know, we, we restart again, picks off another five, six, seven cars. I'm like, Rusty, you've, you're, you're, pa you've passed like another, you're you know, literally 12th. Pal. I was like, yeah, you're like P12. You've passed literally 18 cars. Like you, you're fine. Just, just keep doing what you're doing right and uh you know five to go comes around he he gets around dj shaw i was like rusty you literally just passed dj shaw like let's go this guy's won the championship in this series you know fucking five six times whatever it is like you just passed dj shaw you were faster than him by like two tenths the last five laps get around him let's go pick off another couple he gets up you know around scott robbins and all these other guys i'm like you're all right you're 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 p9 p8 p7 let's go and uh he gets up into a little bit of a mess there with uh johnny peters and joey duiron they were fiddle fucking around with each other and uh joey just clear load himself to try and wipe johnny out and went right across rusty's nose and um yellow comes out because uh, johnny you know did little circles up off of turn number four because of all that and uh you know pass races back to the line so i'm, I'm literally yelling at rusty on the radio i was like beat him back to the line beat him back to the line beat him back to the line 
So he crosses, and uh, he, I think he's eighth, something like that. And uh, the way that Pass does their restarts, they literally filter in all of the lap down cars and all this other bullshit. So you could literally be fourth on the on race monitor, but you're going to start like tenth on the racetrack because they keep all the lap cars in the way. And Tom Bainberry's reasoning behind that is, well, you know, you worked hard enough to get around some of those cars or be in that position to, you know, try and get some of the spots back that on the lap that you're on and stay ahead of some of the guys on a lap ahead of you. So they, they keep them there. So that's a, a quote unquote fair shot. Well, Rusty restarted eighth, I believe. And the only cars around him that were for position were going to be Ben Ashline, Scott Moore, and I think one other car. So, uh, it, it basically all the way comes down to a green white checkered. Rusty's going to get a, a, a wicked solid top ten, if not a top five, if he just, you know, literally yards his nuts up again. And uh, they take the green all, almost immediately down the back stretch. I'm like three wide middle, three wide middle, three wide middle. They take the white. He's three wide middle again. And uh, up ahead of him, like three rows up ahead, Alan Wilson gets a little squirrely. I don't know exactly what happened to him, but I just saw the blue blue basically get squirrely and I didn't even have a chance to say anything and Rusty Rusty did exactly what he was supposed to do in that moment because if he checks up he's going to lose 5 6 7 spots if he hammers through it he might get someone turned around but he's going to at least finish where he deserves to finish um so Rusty did absolutely nothing wrong uh just circumstances uh, showed that in that moment that with the decision that he made he ended up actually ramping up over Alan Wilson. They got all fucking squirrelies, turned around, and Rusty was going to finish 7th, if not 6th, coming to the line, taking the checkered. But because he got all fucked up, literally did 149 and probably 7 eighths laps. And the car came crashing down up off of turn number 4. I'm heartbroken for him. I know that Rusty's probably dejected. I just key the mic up. I'm like, are you all right? He's like, and you could tell the second that he he keyed it up. He's like, yeah, I'm, I'm fine. And he like my heart broke for him because like he he does the majority of this stuff on his own. It's just him and his grandfather. I help out when I can. Bobby helps out when he can. You know, it's it's a very small operation, and uh, it's cool to be a part of it. But Rusty was going to finish literally sixth or seventh coming to the line, and it was going to be a drag race, and he was in the middle, and it it was going to be a hell of a finish, but it just heartbreaking the way that it ended um so it'll say p16 on the board if you look it up a lap down but that's not the day that rusty had yeah. uh he deserves way more credit than what that score Absolutely. sheet's gonna show so that's a weird fucking pass race it was a weird race yeah alan sure. wilson both the robins josh childs like all up in the top six seven yeah. the whole entire race yeah uh, and you all, I, I respect to them because like, there was one, I don't point, mean to like try, try to bash them right now. I'm just saying that like, there was one point I came over the radio knowing that like pass leaves the lap cars in there week, you know. and, uh, race monitor wasn't updating. So I assumed again, no disrespect, but I assumed cam child or not cam child's, uh, Josh, Child. Josh child was a lap down. That makes three of us. Like I thought Josh was a lap down yeah. and no, he, he was, was literally running fourth. Yeah. I'm like, oh fuck, okay. So this he is, started like 117. Yeah, too. So so Josh obviously had a good run. Rusty was having a good run. Like it was, 
It was a Guys, day to be had for the underdog. It was a hell of a yeah. day for people that started way in the back because Joey Dwyer made the race through the Concy and yeah. was running like fifth or sixth, like yeah. lap 10. Um, so. Definitely a good race for sure. Up front, though, um, who ended up winning that? Kurt Gary. Like, Curtis Kurt, Gary. Yeah, Kurt Curtis Gary, Gary just dick stomped them all. Dick That's stomped right. them. So I, I made a bet with uh, Jeff Fortier. Jeff Fortier on, on the way out of after the heats he goes are we doing a race pool today and i'm like you know i i'm just not really really in the mindset to make a race pool i'm like i'll give you why don't i i why don't i take dave farrington nick sweet versus the field and in my mind i'm like what a fucking solid deal i just made right <clears throat> you forgot kurt gary uh i lost <laughs> for, spoiler uh my guys that i picked finished second and third which is, you know, a wicked dick slap. You know, right it doesn't earn you money? That. that. Yeah. So I lost $10 on the race pool. I felt pretty confident because Dave Farrington looked like he was going to mop the field pretty easily, and he didn't, which is, you know, that's fine. We'll we'll take that at least. And Johnny Clark, honestly, like we were sitting with a, a whole, you know, gaggle of people, and everyone thought that Johnny Clark was going to win. Johnny Clark looked fast. Absolutely, and he's uh, he might be a friend of the program at this point. Uh, he, he's supposed to be on the show like three weeks ago. No, um, that's a that's a well, kind of a you thing. Well, but. he does NASCAR things, so we, we're going to try and get him on a week off here after the after the season. Yeah, the off season. So hopefully we'll get Johnny Clark on the show at some point. But he looked like he was going to be he was the car to beat. Him and Dave Farrington looked like they're two fastest by a country mile. And then you know you just you lapping it enough cars, you get enough cars between you and P two, and you're just going to pull away every restart. Right. So. Uh, congrats to Kurt Gary. Yeah. I mean, he, it, 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 it was a solid pro all-star yeah, series race. It, it, really it was. It really was. There was yeah. a lot of three wide racing for like at least P five. That is you something know, was, that Oxford, as much weird. as we shit on it for, as much as we all say that we hate it, we also love it. Um, because you can go there and there, that doesn't matter what division it is. They're going to be three wide somewhere on the racetrack. And they can hold it three wide for multiple laps at a time. Like Rusty was literally in, I was saying three wide, middle, and bottom for like five laps in a row at one point. Uh, it's just one of those deals where there's so much space, there's so much grip all the way across the racetrack on uh, the way that you have to drive the place. You're going to stay side by side for a minute. And, uh, you know, it's a, it's a racy little joint sometimes, and it, it puts on a hell of a show if, that, if that's what you're looking for. Uh, but in addition to the Pro All-Star Series, uh, they also had the Pro All-Star Series Modifieds. They had the ACT Flying Tigers. They had uh, the American-Canadian Thor Late Models there. Uh, they also had, like, the, what was it, the Honey Badger Street Stocks or whatever. Twice. On, yeah. on fucking uh, old late model tires. So, uh, front of the show, I th- Benny Belanger. Uh, put on a, a bit of a show there in the ACT Flying Tigers deals there. Uh, basically just drove away with that. Uh, and then from there, going into the uh, – did what happened in the modified race? I didn't get to see any of that. Did, how, how did the friends of the program do? Yes. Yes. Uh, so I missed the entire first street stock race. I don't know what happened. Um, so hopefully – I assume a friend of the program did halfway all right, but then again, I also didn't watch. And I got up just in time to see the Flying Tigers, Ben Ben Belanger, Bellinger, same guy. Benny Belanger. He seventy five lap race, which is about fifty too many, at least. Uh-huh. No. He absolutely dicks off the field. I mean, the only car, maybe, probably, that has uh, the only Flying Tiger that has a BFP sticker on it, Benny Belanger, Ben yeah. Ben Bellinger, if you will. And, and he, I mean, he led every lap there was to lead basically 
and, and he just took up the field. So congrats to him. But I I don't know. The past mod race was neat. I uh, huh. I don't remember much of what happened. I know that that all of our friends of the program didn't end up actually winning. The the kid that Spencer tried to murder actually ended up winning the race. Justin Larson, the 18. Congrats to him. I don't know if that's his first pass mod win. Could be, maybe not, but also maybe might be. So congrats to him. And uh, Tyler King was pretty fast, pretty stout, probably finished P2. So who won the mod race? Justin Larson. Oh, shit. Okay. Weapon of the year, Spencer yep. Morris tried to kill him yep. a couple, two, three weeks ago at, at Thunder Road. Oh, and uh, I think Tyler King finished. I know Tyler King finished second. I don't know. I, don't, I honestly could not tell you who <laughs> finished third. Um, mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. It wasn't our friend of the program, Max Cookson. It wasn't Spencer Morris. Uh, maybe it was AJ Cates. Could have been. Could be. He um, led. AJ Cates is qu- quite like you in the past mods, but not. All right. <laughs> no, no, I'm being serious. Ouch. Ouch. He literally led 40 laps, and then everyone freight trained him. Yep. Ouch. Did that not happen to you multiple no, it times did. this year? No, it did. doesn't mean we exactly. have to talk well, about it. A, well, I just want to bring it back up. <laughs> Thanks. Appreciate just, that. You're welcome. Yeah. So mm-hmm. um, maybe he finished third. Congrats to AJ. <laughs> maybe he didn't also. Oh, actually, to be honest with you, I think Zach Bowie might have finished third. Got up in a modified? Yeah. I didn't know. That was a double thing. zero. Oh, could have been. Remember when, like, at Thunder Road, he, like, missed turn one? No. Oh, lap yeah. zero and yeah. stuffed johnny kerrigan in in the fucking fence or whatever. yeah could have been and uh that <laughs> johnny spencer kerrigan. spencer morris's second great uncle or whatever mm-hmm. jeremy morris could have been hmm. so that was the past <laughs> yeah. mods so uh what happened with them so i don't know couldn't tell you well we had some bfp on bfp violence and i don't remember exactly what happened i know that, i know that spencer vaughn was involved i don't i <laughs> uh-huh. yeah <laughs> I don't remember. Oh, exactly we had BFP on BFP Violence in the Pro All Star Series race too. Did we really? Rusty News Paul got into Logan Meltzer just no, a little bit. No, he did. No, he you did. can't be doing that. Forty-one in the forty-four got into it. Just a skosh. I don't think it was something mm. Rusty did intentionally. I think it was just kind of one of those deals. Uh, you know, Logan Meltzer again, kind of adapting to the super late model game. He, he's fresh. You know, coming off of that that regular. Uh, late model deal from Wiscasset. They got the super late model. Uh, still kind of adapting to it. Like I said, Rusty had a big run up off a of two. Uh, got in the back of him a little bit. Just turned him around. I, again, I don't think it was intentional. Um, just one of those deals, unfortunately. But we did have BFP on BFP Valance in the Pro All Star Series race. Uh, sounded like we did in the modifiers. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I don't remember exactly what happened. I, don't, I know that Spencer Vaughn uh, turned someone. Hmm. I don't remember exactly who it was. That's tough. You hate to see it. It was someone that also was a BFP fan, and it wasn't Max Cookson. It wasn't Spencer Morris. It wasn't Tyler King. Could have been Colby Benjamin, but I don't think so because they're friends. Shit. Yeah, there was some sort of BFP on BFP violence, and I don't remember exactly what happened, but you'll have that. Um, so and then, we uh, don't we don't condone that. Then cap it off the night. We don't condone that at all. Uh, the American Canadian Tour Late Model Championship Series Finale Grand Fucking Fireworks, whatever you want to call it at Oxford. Who won the championship? Jimmy Hebert. Jimmy Hebert, probably fifty eight. Yeah, that's why he was doing uh, brake burns and donuts on the back stretch. No brake burns, <laughs> no donuts. Fuck, he's, he's gonna, gonna wreck, wreck it. it. 
Uh, Trailer Park Boys, love it, right, uh, Steph? Yeah, Jimmy um, Herbert wins the championship, and I believe uh, Ben Rowe. Ben Rowe just put on a clinic. Honestly, did he? Uh, the beginning of the race was the other four pal, uh, the black and orange car. Yep. Mm-hmm. I literally we literally did leverage scale was. stands to him. Can't remember that fellow's name. Could not. Uh, but he led a good chunk of the beginning portion of that race. Oh, I remember is that Tom um, Carey and then at one and point, DJ Shaw were right up front. At one point, the top three were. Um, four, four, zero, four, four, and zero, four, <laughs> which was uh, Cuzzy Powell with the stands that we delivered, Ben Rowe and DJ Shaw in the O four. Yes, uh, and then uh, Ben Rowe eventually just uh, took the lead over and just never looked back. Uh, behind him, though, uh, Tom Carey and the uh, uh, Jimmy Hebert were trying to trying to put on a show behind him there. Uh, they take five to go, and Jimmy Hebert's literally uh, on the back bumper. Carey gets him a little bit around and gets around him, and then. The five car is on the ass end of Ben Rowe, and Ben just never flinched. Um, ben takes home the actor, actor race. Jimmy Hibbert takes the championship home. It was actually one fuck of an actor race, honestly. It really was. Um, it really was. They yeah. were all they were neck and neck right till the end. I, yeah. I, I had to urine from probably about lap 69 on, and nice. uh, they're going 150 laps. So it's pretty aggressive urine. And uh, with two to go, I'm like, all right, I gotta, I just got to send it. And I just got up and left, and it was tough because they were the top three were all underneath the blanket. They were all within striking distance. I was pretty certain that Tom Carey, friggin' Junior, the third or fifth or sixth, he was gonna just he was gonna wreck Ben Rowe. And you know, I I like Ben Rowe as much as the next guy, but you know, I'm I'm all here for close side by side racing, and I thought that he might drive it a little bit too deep into the corner, and he didn't, which good for him. Uh, and then DJ was just kind of sitting there lurking. And uh, was that DJ the top is not three? stupid. Was, in that, two, race car. was that the top three? Was that, it was it yeah. four five zero four? You'll have that. And I, I know that our our cousin pal, friend of the program, uh, Derek Bukaki, finished in the top five. So congrats to him. He had a sticker on the car. Uh, I don't know who finished fourth, but they probably didn't have a sticker, so they don't really matter all that much. And uh, yeah, I, did uh, Brian Kruzek finish decent? I think Brian got into some sort of scuffle in the beginning of the race, kind of caved the whole nose in, fucked the hood up, fucked the fenders up, and then he did Brian Kruzek things at Oxford and just shipped it, it, it into the 12th groove and packed past a bunch of cars. And I think he finished like 6th or 7th, something like that. But Sounds about right. Uh, solid run for the Bobby Oda Racing Brian Kruzek team. That yeah. would have been my guess, too. We, we, and, you know, we, we tagged a couple. Well, and by we, I mean Reagan Parent tagged a couple cars. Riley Lanfear had a sticker on her car. She almost made the green flag yeah yeah she she had a day she had an eventful day i don't know what the hell happened on the the initial start there uh she ended up hitting i think a sand pile at some point too and then her sister hit a sand pile and then kate ray kate ray hit a sand pile it was a whole big event but uh i think both lanfears finished the race right Pretty sure. I know Riley did. I know Riley did. I don't know, I don't but know. I wasn't really paying attention to the other one. Did. To be honest with you. Um, she doesn't follow yeah. me on Instagram, so I don't really care. What'd you say? Yep. <laughs> yeah. It's a whole thing. Uh, uh, I, yeah. Yep. Did Kate did pretty. She ran all the laps. Like Kate and. Uh, she she may or may not have gotten. Big JT got into it a little bit. Door slammed in the friggin' uh, race. Yeah, I think her and the that. nine car JT Thurlow got into it a little bit in the Pro All Star Series race. And JT is one who was known for not putting up with much of anything. And apparently he didn't like whatever Kate did. I honestly just saw the aftermath. I don't even know what anybody was even mad about. 
Um, and then I just saw literally Kate just go up the sandbank. That's all I saw. I didn't really see anything leading up to it. I don't know why it happened. I don't imagine uh, Papa Bear Rick and uh, Big Girl's dad were too keen on that type of activity on the racetrack with two fairly new expensive NASCARs. But uh, it is what it is. It's part of the game. And uh, I think Kate still ended up finishing the race, right? Or getting in the race because she had a provisional for starting all of the pass races so far. So. Yeah, she definitely ran. She like, was definitely in all there. All so. laps. Um, kind of, kind of one of those deals. Where you just kind of, kind of. Congrats put behind to her. And, you know, yeah, yeah. So, it was a day at Oxford for it sure. It was an eventful, eventful, eventful day. And, and then we uh, we had ended some, up rendezvousing at the old Pat's Pizza. We didn't forget any friends of the program this time, right? I don't think because so. we accidentally. I'm sure we did. That's just our Ryan Vanessa Vanassi Ryan Vanassi from Vein Vein did he win yesterday at Claremont? I have no idea. I saw a video on a Snapchat story of Lucas Leone, and it looked like he might have been taking the lead after some lady cousy pal did a spin out in front of him. That's not what you want. No, that's not what you want. Uh, I don't really pay that much attention. I, and, and to be honest, I'm pretty pumped that I did not know that Claremont. Like I, I, I said, I think maybe even on the beginning of this show, part one, that if I was to know when Claremont was going green, I would have been there. And I'm pretty pumped that I was not there yesterday uh, i would have been to waterford too like waterford. i was pumped to do absolutely nothing yesterday oh absolutely yeah 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 and, so. and if if i don't know if we brought this up on the part one probably did but it's it's been like at least three months since we didn't do anything on a weekend day which is kind of unbelievable so pretty all in on that i don't know how the hudson hugger went today we went to oxford i was planning all intentions were go to go to hudson and uh yeah ended up at oxford oxford's a little bit closer at least yep. like you know half an not hour that we 45 minutes hudson. no god uh, no we I'll, also did, we also did the hudson hugger last year so uh yeah probably yeah. something we'll have to do again at some point yeah i i guess i was all Some pretty I, radical fucking shit that we saw too i i think jeremy um davis, davis. built like a specially built car for that i saw a wing billboard car i saw a super mod- I saw a small block 350 super modifier with big block tires on it. I saw all sorts of interesting stuff. So, um, yeah, I got, do we know who won that? Was it the Cuzzy with uh, the super nope. modified? I think it was. Probably. Um, yeah. So a day at Oxford. It was a day at Hudson for those that went. Um, anything else from today? Yes. No. No. Okay. Any idea what happened in the NASCAR race? Because probably couldn't not. tell you. Yeah, I have, honestly have no idea. So one, one thing that I went to bring up earlier in, in the part one of, of episode 86. This is episode 86, right? Shout yes. out to Marcel Gravel, pal, with the oh, 86, yeah. the, the ACT the car Waltrip today. Throwback. That thing is right sexy. Yep. And he had a BFP sticker on the last one where Sammy Gooden may or may not have destroyed. Um, and he was supposed to be the weapon of the week last week, but I kind of forgot about that. And Sammy might be a friend of the program, so... <sighs> Huh. Yeah. Uh, you'll have that again. But it is what it you is. You know, the new race car is right. Is Every right time I think of an '86, I think of Rob Herrick. Uh, yep. That's a guy yep. that I race in the sports series with. He has one of the, if not the most gorgeous wildcat slash street stock, whatever you want to call it. Now, at Beechridge, it's always been black and white with a little bit of red. At number '86. He literally shows up by the at the racetrack by himself, no wife at the racetrack no family no friends just him his truck his trailer and his race car and he always has the most gorgeous car in the race uh pit area 
uh, has had a little bit of success doing what he does. Even in the sports series, he had a gorgeous number 86. Um, that's really the only one that I can think of. Yeah, Marcel Gravel is the only one that yeah. I can think of. 86, tough number. Yeah, for sure. Not many people. I'm sure Which someone's going to yell at us or is yelling oh, at the absolutely. radio right now. That happens every week, but um, yeah. Yeah, so one thing that I had on, uh, it was supposed to be part one of the show. I don't, did we ever touch on we finally got a show, like a single show above a thousand listens? No. It tastes like milk or it tastes like, what is this show It tastes called? like milk that's already been someone's yeah, mouth. Yeah, it tastes like milk that's already been someone's mouth. That that show itself is over a thousand listens solo. Like that's it. It's at like a hundred or a thousand and ten listens, yep. which is unbelievable. So we've talked about this on the show. We, we you know we get we get about twelve hundred to fourteen hundred listens a week, if you will, and but they're spread around, right? So you know, like last time I checked on last week's show, we had about eight hundred and ninety listens. Okay, well, we kind of cap that off off usually. It's usually about where we end. We end at 900, maybe a little bit more than 900. Well, then then people that are just introduced to the show, they go back and listen to the old shows, right? So that's that's where the 1,400 number comes in. So we have 1,400 people that listen to shows each week. As of now. As of right now. And thank you to everyone that subscribed on Patreon. Jesus Christ. Black Flag Premium. Black Flag Premium. You can be a Black Flag Pal. We, on the Black Flag Patreon. Our goal, Charlie and I have come to the conclusion that our goal is just to get enough to be able to buy a RV and make the Patreon our monthly payment for the <laughs> RV. Um, and we are going to, and people have thrown out the idea that maybe we're going to get it wrapped, which I'm all in for. But also, I don't like drawing attention to myself, which is a significant issue because I have a mullet and also getting the and thing having a wrapped and, RV. And that's yeah. going to be, we're going to, uh, no, that, that, that is actually taking off way, way more than I thought it would. Not a fan Again, of the whole uh, drawing attention. To head over to Patreon, download the Patreon app, look up Black Flag Podcast, Black Flag Premium. You can be a Black Flag pal. Uh, and then from there, you get exclusive content, you get discounts on merchandise, and you're going to get uh, a couple free shows here and there. You're going to be signed up for a giveaway uh, every month. So, again, that's taken off way bigger than I ever thought it would. Uh, so head on over to the Patreon app, uh, get get the Black Flag Premium there, get some uh, extra content every month, and go from there. So, uh, yeah. Are we done? I mean... Can I go to sleep? Could be. Maybe. Was there anything on that whiteboard over there? No. First weekend off, we did that. Nash truck, so we did that. Xfinity, we did that. Premium, we've done that. Twice. I honestly could not tell you who won the cup rates, which is neat, because I'm going to go watch the highlights, and I'm going to act like I've never seen it before. Go-kart beef, we covered that. Yeah. It is what it is. Ben Bellinger won the whole entire all the laps in the friggin' thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, Adam, oh, we didn't Adam even talk Lovejoy about Adam Lovejoy. Adam Lovejoy in the X. Adam Apparently, he got tossed, Lovejoy. though. No way. Yeah. No. Yeah. Well, then Billy Childs. Uh, yeah. Won. So uh, again, what was that? A Honey Badger race? Is that what yeah. that was? Uh, so the Honey Badger Street Sox series, for those race. that don't know, is a Street Sox series in which they take Street Sox, but they show up at these races and they take uh, Pro All Star Series Pro Stocks uh, take t- take off tires, which to me seems like the biggest racket ever. So if you are a pro all-star series super late model driver you go and spend say nine hundred dollars for six tires well at the end of the night uh whatever you're done with you you give them back to the racetrack and then they sell them again to the street stock guys for a couple hundred bucks per set so now the street stock guys are pumped because they get a set of tires for two hundred dollars 
Uh, but then from there, you have street socks on 10-inch late model tires with 8-inch wheels, and they're bulging out, and they just are flat-footed around the racetrack. So uh, it's an interesting concept. They put on a pretty decent show. Uh, again, Adam Lovejoy showed up in his nice little X machine there that he's been down at Star with all year, um, battling for a championship. I don't think he quite pulled it off, unfortunately. Uh, but he was at, at Oxford today, and it looked like he won the race. But apparently, going through tech... Um, and from what I've been told, uh, un, how do, how's it worded? Uh, you, you can't have altered, you can't have an altered stock frame. You can't show up to a racetrack where you haven't raced all year and then dick stomp the field. Was Cassett. Um, so no, yeah, basically it was, they didn't like the frame of the car, which it, I guess explicitly oh, right. says in the, in the yeah, rule book. Which you said, yeah, you get it. Hmm. Uh, which it explicitly says in the rule book. Which, and Adam yeah, was no. basically like, you know what? I'm going to sleep fine the night knowing we're, that I didn't know of this infraction. We're, we'll we're go just, back to star for the pre-howler. We're glad that Billy Childs finished P2 because yeah. we like inherited the win. We, we like a we, Billy Childs. We, we like an Adam like, Lovejoy. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I still owe him a tire or two yeah. uh, for when he helped me out with the trailer earlier on this which year. Which is, so. it's good for Billy Childs because I was, I was at Oxford for all of the seven minutes and I was walking past all the ACT cars that were lined up ready to go out to practice and then Billy Childs was coming in on the hook after practice one time. So I don't know what the fuck happened there. Um, I obviously wasn't watching practice. I literally just showed up and I was walking through the pit area and his car was coming in and you know, you're not really looking to be on the hook that early into practice and, or in practice in general. And luckily they got it pieced back together and I didn't watch any of the first race, but apparently he survived it obviously. And, uh, coming out to race number two, him and Adam Lovejoy really just put on a show uh-huh. and bought a couple cars. Him, I think Matt Dufault finished third. If, if I'm, that sounds right. Either that or John Brill or whatever, but I think Matt Dufault finished third, which would be a BFP podium, except Adam got tossed, um, which, you know, sucks. But worst case, Austin Terrio, at least one of them got the win, one of the three. So BFP ended up in victory lane then, and then with Ben Bellinger. Benny Bellinger. Benny Bellinger. Bellinger. Benji Bellinger. And Justin Larson likes us, I'm sure. Um, Unfortunately, (laughs) weapon weapon of of the year, Spencer Morris killed him. Two yep. weeks ago, um, and car showed up again at the racetrack, looking like it was brand new. Yes, yep. so good on them for uh, getting that back together in one piece, and obviously right. putting something together in the right place and winning the race. So, right. so uh, uh, if them. if you haven't gone back, if you're a new listener, go back, listen to a couple shows, um, just a couple that I'll throw out. Start it from tastes, one. It, it for tastes all I like care. it tastes like milk that's been in someone else's mouth. That is <laughs> the most popular show that we've had so far, and then quite quite simply. It goes the Steve Perry show, the one with Steve. I don't know what it's called, but the one with Steve Perry is probably the second most popular show. I, think, then, I thought it was like fourth. And it, no, I think it's, I think it's third. Uh, um, but still, and then the one with Greg Emerson, Andy Austin, those are probably the top three, four, four which, shows. I don't know how many shows it is named shows off, but you should go back and you should listen to those shows which shows a trend and it, it also going into the off season here we're going to try and get more guests on the show again it's it's hard during race season to get people here especially because we usually do this on a sunday guys like johnny your, clark to get your work should be on. going on a monday it's hard to get people here on a sunday especially anybody who would have raced today so uh off season is going to be key for that i think we're going to get a lot of cool special guests on here um so that'll pique a lot of people's interest and again uh, for anyone looking for special content, head over to the Black Flag Patreon to be a Black Flag uh, pal, and uh, you'll get all sorts of stuff on that. Yeah, do it. Yeah. 
So yeah. this has been episode 86 of the Black Flag Podcast. I'm, I'm Charlie Sanborn. Gravel. I am uh, at C Sanborn III on all things social media. Uh, uh, we accept nudes on all of those platforms. Uh, you are Brad, Brad Sauce here at like Sauce 96 I like how you plug that all the time. Yep. Never once received a nude. Well, uh, you're Brad Sauce here at Sauce 96 Probably makes one of us. On all things also social Also haven't media. received a therapist number, which I'm kind of looking out for. So. Yeah, that is a bummer. Uh, so together we are at Black Flag Pod on all things social media, including Patreon. So head on over there, get the download the Patreon app, look us up again. I'd like to apologize um, for how drunk I am right now because I am <laughs> and uh, episode eighty six. You said Marcel Gravel, I said Rob Herrick, and now you can enjoy this uh, cool car noise. <laughs>